Alright. I'm back. It's apparently fucking jerk month of Golden Globus Theater because yeah. Olivia Gruner and now we're moving on to Lauren Abaddon. Fucking you know, before we get into that, I just wanna thank you for uh you know, we're just we're clear we're clearly just audio. We're not a video uh podcast. But I'm glad that you took the time to put bookcases up behind each of us yeah. and then put in books that we want people to think we've read. Oh, yeah. Because it just fits in with just everybody else, what everybody else is doing right now. I see you got, you got War and Peace. You got the complete works of Hamlet. Don't don't uh, refuse to tell the people about my physics books I keep over here because, yeah, of course, uh, thanks to Olivia Gruner, I got really into <laughs> hyperphysics. Yeah. Also, yeah. I'm going to replace Elon Musk. If I didn't know guy. you, I think you're smart just by looking at yeah. your book show. And, of course, people looking behind you will see all the Dr. Seuss books because right. I kept it, you know, you don't read a lot. Well, more, yes, so. and I have my leather-bound collection of penthouse forums. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, of course, and Playboys because that's well, I got, you... i got to do my research. When we ever have a Playboy Ex- Playmate, I need to know who their turn-ons and turn-ons are. Exactly, and that's why we know nothing be about Cynthia Rothrock is because she's never been in Playboy. As far as we know. I don't far... know. I don't oh, know. you haven't found that... That no. might be out there, yeah. Know, her turn-ons yeah. are roundhouse kicks and corny <laughs> jokes. Oh, my God. Open a can of corn. Yeah, uh, I hope you're happy with yourself, Mr. One, our one Australian fan. This is for you, you son of a bitch. Oh, you wanted this movie. You know how we feel about Lauren Avenue. We already. What was the movie we did, King of Kickboxers? <laughs> that wasn't that bad. He was horrible in it. <laughs> but that was still. But Billy Blanks is the villain. Fucking saved that movie, right? Matthias Hughes, not so much. He tried. Yeah, it was it was an uphill battle. It was a fucking huge uphill battle. Should we point out that this movie has fuck all to do with No Retreat, No Surrender one? I mean, Murray, if you squint real fucking hard, you'll see that faint connection there. I see no connection. They fight a Russian. Main villain. Yeah, like every 80s In film martial arts. ever made. In martial arts, though. Uh, this, this and is, he wasn't even Russian. He's a German guy. He was a German guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we were, we're, we're familiar with him. He, was, he, was, he wasn't the main villain. He was the, the main hench in Kickboxer 2. Oh, was he? Yes. He That's had, right. He had the fucking ponytail. He cut yes. it off for this role. That's right. Yeah. I thought I'd recognize him. There was a yeah. lot of, I think I recognize that guy happening with this movie. Yeah. I just wish there was an Al Young in there somewhere. It would have helped make this movie well, a little more this tolerable. Was, this was obviously an Asian movie. Like, Asian company made it. it, was, it was original movie is, the original title is Karate Tiger. Okay. And uh, I guess that didn't work for the American markets. I don't know. So you're like, hey, what's a popular movie right now? I, I, I don't remember Norwich Trader being that popular, but it's the one they could get away with, I guess. Yeah. So this movie is called, according to the YouTube version we watch, No Retreat, No Surrender, Two, Colon, Raging Thunder. Mm. And there was no thunder raging in this movie. No, I think they piped in some some. Only thing that was raging was our hatred of Lauren Abaddon. Fucking Christ! And it's an hour and forty minutes, yeah. which come on, you could easily cut thirty minutes out of this movie, yeah. and I would have been much happier. <laughs> the dinner scene, wait, why? What is it? <laughs> and if you think this was written in Asia by possibly an Asian, yes. Why are they dogging their own food here? Like, it's it's you know like the whole fish a- out of water cultures clash. Okay, I think that was maybe. Uh, I bet Lauren Ev was throwing his weight around. You know who I am. Oh. I was the star king of the kickboxers. God. 
that Jerry Seinfeld of of uh, martial arts. Yes, he, I'm not. Yeah, well, Jerry Seinfeld has actually said funny things in his life, but I'm just saying because he looks like Jerry Seinfeld. Yes, he's got the fucking mom jeans up to the nips. Yep, he's got the tucked in button down shirt. Got the big Giant. white tennis shoes. Giant white tennis shoes. Got that kind of tint of a mullet, like not a real. I know. But Seinfeld's hair growing up, because I loved Seinfeld growing up, yeah. his hair confused me because it's just like a nest on it, <laughs> just like resting on his head. Yeah, and then, and then he, it make matters worse. You notice he wore a baseball cap, but it was just on the top of his head. It, he, like he yeah. didn't want to fuck his hair up, so yeah, it was just I'll, floating I'll just, on the top of his I'm, yeah. wearing, I'm wearing I'm, a hat I'm, today. So, I'm furious right now just looking at I you. I hate that look so much. And now I'm gonna do it because, <laughs> fuck, why not? Th- th- oh. Should we talk? We need to talk about one thing pleasant before we get into a hate fest. Is it, that it okay? Ended? I don't it know. ended. Yeah. What um, is pleasant about it? Not about this movie. I watched. <laughs> I watched John Malkovich this morning. Oh. I fucking love that movie. That was being, the first time I saw. It. Yeah, John excuse Malkovich? me. Being John Malkovich. You, you just saw it the first time. First today. time. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I don't. I last time I saw it was like twenty years ago. Whenever it came out, but it's so yeah, good. I remember enjoying it. Yeah, so good. I wish they made movies, you know, good movies. Well, put a superhero in it, and you can have Jim <laughs> being Captain America or some shit like that. Oh my god! Oh, I got I got actually a lot of movies I'm trying to watch. I'm, but instead, I'm being weighed down by fucking Lauren <laughs> Abaddon right now. Like I want to go watch a Solaris movie. Nope, Lauren Abaddon. Yeah. Thanks, Australian guy. <laughs> it's your fault. Well, I look at it this way. If, we're, if we have to suffer through the quarantine, everyone's got to suffer through the quarantine. I mean, we're going to take our masks off right now. We're going to go through the grocery store. We're going to cough on everything. I did see last week when I went to the grocery store, one guy wasn't wearing a mask, had the MAGA hat on. His head was they too all big. Are. I, his head was too big to snap it in the back, <laughs> so the, the 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 little snaps were just hanging there. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I hate this. Dangle snaps. Oh, and he has no brain on top of it. Like, I what's do... in there? What's rattling around in that big old fucking monster skull? It Not is. only did I appreciate the fact that um, he just looked like an idiot. Everybody else in the store was actually wearing a mask, and everybody else who walked by him gave him an eye. And that made me kind of happy. It is funny that the only people I see willfully not wearing their masks are those types you're talking about. Who are so proud of themselves for yeah, what, going like, up what against it. Like, what, what is that? What's going on in your head where you're like, I'm so proud to be an asshole? Uh, I'm standing up for freedom because you guys are all kowtowing to big government. It's like, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Marie, uh... Are, are you ready to go down the slippery slope? Let's see if we can keep a Lauren Avedine episode under two hours. <laughs> I don't know, because I'm going to probably go off every five minutes and it's a, it's a <laughs> fucking curse word riddled diatribe. This whole plot and movie is just a bunch of loose cliffs, loose cliffs that we're going to be jumping right off of. We're going to be going right over that over those cliffs. Sure. So, uh, yeah, let's just go to the fucking trailers. So, uh, Lauren, no retreat and no surrender. And, and we're no retreat, no surrender to T-O-O. <laughs> That's the humor you're going to get for this episode, people. Enjoy it. Bangkok. A city of the exotic. The sensual. The extraordinary. The forbidden. 
You can't do this to me. You have no right. A land where the streets are a jungle. And the jungle is a war zone. Welcome aboard, boys. Terry, what are you doing here, you witch? Good chow and no bounty hunters, huh? It's the last time I have dinner with you. Three fearless adventurers. I vote we head back. You don't get a vote. You're just along for the cheap laughs. The risks don't scare them. The odds can't beat them. And nothing is going to stop them. Now, the only woman he ever loved will lead them to an enemy they have never faced. We ain't talking kidnapping. Tell me who sent you. We talking war. And the mission to save a life becomes the battle to free a nation. The fortress is impenetrable. The opponents are unpredictable. The commander is invincible. But they are unbelievable. The enemy doesn't stand a chance. No retreat, no surrender too. All right. Welcome back. That was a trailer. I hope it was. I hope it was. I yeah. I'll, I'll probably cut it off as soon as it says, no retreat, no surrender to... And then it's just going to be four seconds of training. Raging Thunder. Raging Thunder. So we start out the movie exactly how we feel, and a firing squad. <laughs> Cigarettes in mouth, blindfolded, <laughs> nighttime. We want to point out, we watch this on YouTube. There's no fucking way we're ever going to pay for a Lauren Avedon Absolutely movie. Absolutely not. And so we got the cut. I have no idea. Maybe there's a cut that has subtitles. Ours didn't have any. So mm-hmm. anybody on time, anyone speaking, I guess it's Thai because they're in Thailand for most of the movies. I'm going to yeah. assume they're speaking Thai. Except in the beginning, I guess they're not because they're in Vietnam. Yes. But they're speaking Asian. Some Asian language. We don't know. So, and, they don't, and we don't have any subtitles. So... We all we get is we get some yeah, great Star Trek lighting though. Yeah. Where it's like pitch black, get there's light across the eyes. Just, just the eyes. I love that lighting. I do. And I don't know where the light source is coming from. Doesn't matter. But we see like a guy who I guess turns out to be a henchman, he's got the scar on his head. Yeah, I call him Scarface. Ty. Ty was he, he actually had a name. He had a name named Ty. Ty. Yeah. Uh okay. He, he has, sucked. Yeah. And he's just standing there talking to these people and they shoot him. And then we get we get the old font from the original No Retreat No Surrender and then Raging Thunder like in like Comic Sans yeah. on the bottom, and so that's the that's all your connection to the first movie, guys. That's oh, it. Man. RJ's not here. You're not gonna hear. I'm a lover. A lover. You're not gonna hear any of that shit. I miss. And that we're already. all the poorer for it. I want RJ right now. So we started off. We're in a uh, airport. airport. Immediately, I want to fucking strangle uh, Scott. Yeah, his uh, Lawrence character's name is Scott Wild. You know, he it was probably like Scott, you know, Arthur, and he's like, no, my character's name is Scott Wild, Which is great if you're playing, like, bass and, like, faster pussycat. Thank you. But if you're a fucking action star, no. Scott Wilde's a horrible it's, name. It's, it's a fucking horrible name. And he's a horrible person, and we see him on the phone throwing a hissy face, like, Ugh! and he slams the phone, like, breaks his fucking pay phone. Oh, and, of course, he checks to make sure, see if his coin came back out. Fucking piece of shit. God, I, I hate this guy. Ugh. 
And then he puts on that fucking trucker cap floating on top of his just, head. Yeah, he just he just sets it on his head. Ugh, yuck. And just starts prowling the streets of Thailand. Yeah, we get that nice montage to see the credits when we see streets of montage. Mont- <laughs> streets of montage. Streets of montage. That would be a great fucking title for one of our movies, Streets of Montage. It would be. It's just like, because I remember they used to have the movie was called Let's Entertainment, and it was it was they would just show like, Scenes from classic musicals. We should have that's montage. We <laughs> show classic <laughs> montages. That's an idea. I like that. So we've, we're actually following Scott. He's going. Uh, well, he's uh, looking for somebody. Yeah, and it's no retreat, no surrender. Which the whole theme of the first one was martial arts. Yeah. So what is he? What do we open up into? Fucking uh, Cynthia Rothrock kickboxing in a kickboxing ring. Right. She's. Taking it to the scrawny little guy. Oh. Holding her own. Takes him out. Fucking our man Scott walks in, swinging his dick. Yeah. Goes up to some, like, look like a mafia type guy, like an Asian mafia dude. Yeah, they had, like, normal bleachers there. And then they, like, had this whole fucking table, like, charcuterie board set up. Lots of cheeses and grapes and shit. Cheeses, sausages. Yeah. And, and then you have this man who's just, like, sitting cross-legged. He's got a little council with them. I, I was like, is this an official, like, match? Or is this guy just hang out here and watch thought, Cynthia Rothrock? Play? I thought it was just a sparring thing. I don't know. I, I thought it was probably Is there intergender fighting in Thailand? I don't know. Probably, if you can bet on it. Well, yeah. yeah. And so Scott just shows in, hey, I'm an American. Where the fuck's my friend Mac at? Oh, my God. See, I wish you were embellishing this. That's Scott's <laughs> attitude yes. throughout this whole fucking movie. He's constantly trashing everything <laughs> about Thailand. Right. He's, he's got, he probably, did you see, was it a MAGA hat he was wearing? God, it was probably an early MAGA hat. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, where's that? And then Cynthia sees him. Terry is her character's name. And she gives him a little bit of the business. Yeah, she she comes over and she's like, hey, he doesn't speak English. You're pretty stupid. You want to come over here and talk to me? I can talk English. Uh, I, was, I was like, this like, is. No, ooh, thanks. Ooh. You see my buddy Mac? Somehow. The guy misinterprets because there's a language barrier. So the the mafia Don, the Asian Don, is like, "Oh, we're gonna have a fight. Get my best fighter." Like yeah. he's thinking, like she's making. I think did she tell him that they were gonna set up a fight? I think that's what happened. It's because he, uh, she's like, "You want Mac? Yeah, because uh, we used to hang around together, like best brothers." Well, best this was brothers. Max Dojo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This was Max Dojo, and he's like. He's going to teach me some more uh, Taekwondo because I don't want any of this fucking bullshit Thai boxing bullshit you guys are doing. Look at you. You look like a fucking bitch over here. God, you're losing to this woman. I mean you, ma'am, Terry, because he's talking to her. (laughs) And so I don't remember talking to the guy in Thai, but I guess he did because he's under the impression this guy wants to fight, which I would do because he's just swinging his dick around. And so he fucking throws the fucking sausage and cheese off the table. He's like, ugh! I can't, I can't eat, eat this. this beautiful food with this piece of shit in here. So she's like, well, you're up next. She's like, well, what? Yeah. What did you tell him? Oh, I just told him you're a smug piece of fuck. So this guy walks out, his best boxer. He's got that nice little hat that Tung Pao would always yeah. wear. Little... He's, he's all taped up. He's in his kickboxing gear. And... What, I forget what Scott tells him. He's like, your breath smells like dog meat. You've probably been eating some dogs. And so the guy just like pops him a fresh one. And Scott's like, is that how it's going to be? It's about hospitality, not 
put me in a hospital. Some reach. It was some horrible reach. Yeah, there's a lot of bad humor in this movie. And so, yeah, it's the classic. The the, the opponent gets some, his licks in, and then Scott just takes over and destroys the guy. Oh. And then Cynthia's like, she wants to fight him. Yeah. And he's like, I don't fight broads. Where's my buddy Mac? And she's like, Mac, you mean that foul bag of wins? Foul. That classic <laughs> fucking burn line that we use in America, foul that's, bag that's, of wins. That's like a joke off a Snapple cap. <laughs> and she's like, you want to find that loser? Go to Skid Row. There's a Skid Row in Bangkok. Well, I think there's a lot of Skid Rows in Bangkok. <laughs> and so we get that uh, scene. He's walking down Skid Row. We see that OK USA guy hanging out. OK USA. And we, we get to a hotel who's... The biggest thing is it has nine stories. Nine. So much so it's called the Nine Story Hotel. <laughs> okay, I, I like this detail about this movie. <laughs> this is where it got me. Nine Story Hotel. It's a it's a dump, but you got nine stories of a dump. I mean, it looks like uh, a lot of the a lot of the random hotels we've seen in the movies where you got the prostitutes hanging out. It's oh. it's everything we enjoy about a shitty hotel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as soon as he like he get, he rents a room, he's walking down the hall. Every woman, all the, it's basically a whorehouse. So all these women start flying out the door. I thought I thought this was his cigar moment, and that oh, he, you know no. uh, Jimmy Lynn or whatever his name is from Bloodsport was lying to us, and all the Thai ladies actually like the the white meat. Well, if they got money, yeah, yeah that's why because it's a whorehouse. That's true. And they're all over. And then we see. I, I'm glad you brought Jimmy Lee. I think this is Jimmy Lee. Like a few years later, it has like, I think what Jimmy Lee did was he bet against fucking uh, Frank. He I put think, all his money on Chong Lee, and then lost. I think he spent all of his money on LASIK because you notice he didn't have the glasses. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't know, but this is probably. If there's a good character. It's this. It's it's mouth of the south, mouth of Southeast Asia, Jimmy <laughs> yeah. Lee. Love. Jimmy was, Lynn, I should say. Yeah, he Lynn. even was wearing like a loud shirt <laughs> of that course. the Mouth of the South would wear, but he had one half of it tucked in and the other half hanging out. Yeah, it was oh. his game's a little off. He's I like, hey, you stuff. want this horse? I don't want any of your horse. I got my own horse. I got my own horse. So he goes like, get out of here. He goes into his room, tastefully decorated room. I'll say. <laughs> I, I have a theory that remember how Alberto and Ernesto also had a room that was just covered in like centerfold. Yes. I think Albert once the Angel Town gang got busted up, they moved to town. They finally came out, admitted their love for each other, became a gay couple, and became interior decorators in Thailand. <laughs> and they're like they're running the fucking nine story hotel. Oh my god! And they're like, no, no, SA. Put up the centerfold there, and like this because it's like there's this pornography everywhere, it's, <laughs> and graffiti. It's pornography everywhere. Pornography! Oh my god! And it looks, and it's obviously a set. It's like there's this. It's the worst looking. I set. love the two different like lighting angles we get in the in this set for a minute. But what matters most right now is that because Scott does not respect a single thing, th- <laughs> he's just been like fuck Thailand <laughs> the moment he walked here. So he sees the bed. He's like, this isn't an American bed. And so he fucking elbow drops it and breaks it. <laughs> and then he, like, throws the legs out the window and shit. I was like, what is wrong with you? Hey, man, he's he's testing it out for later on when he meets up with Su Lin. Oh, yeah. And then he hits the phone. It's a it's a dial-up phone. Rotary. And, rotary phone. Yeah, I don't want to dial. <laughs> and uh, it's been so long. And calls up his girl, Sue Lynn. She's got that beautiful late 80s mall hair. The bangs are all crunchy and teased. And we see that she lives in a mansion, a palatial mansion. Oh, my God, yeah. 
and then she, the first thing she goes, Scott! Scott! <sighs> How are you doing? I'm all right, babe. How are you doing? Are we still on for that meal? You're not a... I wasn't expecting you for another week. Well... Well, no, what happened was he's... Oh, we were talking about bad humor. He calls up, puts on a fake voice. Um, excuse me. I'm from the school, God. and you are... You lost your uh, diploma because you're dating a white man. It was some. It was just the worst. You are giving me PTSD <laughs> right now. That was too accurate. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Evan Loredy. Evan Loredy. <laughs> and it wasn't that the gist of it. He was like, yeah. he was like, and then she's like, oh Scott. It wasn't until great. he started talking about his honky, huge ass honky dick <laughs> that she was like, Scott. <laughs> I know you, you. You're hanging some some wet rope there. <laughs> wet rope. You no. got a wet market in your pants, Scott, <laughs> and it probably has COVID on top of that. But that's okay because uh, I met you in America and I fell in love with you for who you are. I think they went to school together. Yes. That's, yeah. Yes. That's that would gist. explain the the dean right. and all that situation. Yeah. And because he was probably in school, because he was, he was their football team, probably got kicked out. So he was, <laughs> he was an Olympic athlete for something. Yeah. <laughs> so you're explaining right now for people who are not grasping this. The plot's an Angel Town. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he wasn't expected for another week. But he's like, "But I'm here, so let's go to dinner." And which, she- but then I thought he was here to find Mac. Why is here to find? Why does he care about finding Mac? Maybe he was doing a study abroad thing, you know, and he was like, I'm going to meet Mac. I'm going to meet my girlfriend. I mean, he obviously loves this place. He's been studying about Buddhist monks and shit. But why was he so angry? Like, he couldn't get a hold of Mac on the phone in the beginning of the movie. And he's like angry. And it's like, we don't even know why he wants to find Mac. I have no. Yeah. It's like, I thought maybe he loved this place, but he's trashing it nonstop. <laughs> you people eat this. You walk on these streets. You wash yourself with this water. You call this a pimp? I've seen better pimps in Indiana. <laughs> yeah. So, so they set up this hot date. She's like, don't worry about it. You don't have to pay. Oh, no. He, he does the old <laughs> wallet check. Babe, I'm sorry. Forgot my wallet. Even though he's probably got a wad like fucking uh, yeah. Jock does. And it was, pants. of course, after order two of the finest. Moi. My My ties. <laughs> I can't get that one. So, yeah, so he shows up at this restaurant, and they're like, we've been waiting for you. He's like, yo, name's Scott American. <laughs> Give me the best fucking seat. He's like, oh, whatever you say, sir. He's like, where the fuck is Sue Lin at? Like, uh, uh, she's back here, sir. Just follow us. Go back. There's this, this fucking banquet table, everything on it you could want if you're in Thailand. Yeah, it's, it's already filled with shit. And he's like... So what's this shit? Where's the hamburgers at? Yeah. She, and she's like, well, Scott, I thought either you'd want your first time in Thailand, you'd want like to tr- some- try some of our, you know, cultural foods. So we get that like whole scene of these crazy foods these Asian people eat. Murray, I got to I just got to bring this up. She explains, don't worry about the bill. My yeah. dad has <laughs> shares in this place. And he's he- like. And Scott is just like, I thought all you fucking, uh, you know, Thai people were like poor or something. So, well, no, he was surprised because she told him he was she was poor because oh. she doesn't. She's probably used to guys trying to get like her money. I misheard that because yeah. I assume the worst. He, of he Scott. did say that too. He did okay. da- dog on Thai people, but saying they're all dirt poor. Okay, that's but then, what yeah. I- 
And she's like, no, I just I told you that I'm actually rich. And yeah. He's like, good, because I ain't paying for this fucking Yeah, Again, this is where they're padding the wallet, and I can't pay for this shit. And um, th- So she's like, these are all my dad's favorite dishes. And he's like, well, I better learn how to eat them if I want your dad to like me, because they're, apparently they're engaged, too. Yes. So let's go ahead. Go over some of these well, dishes Well, we here. get these first. So like, look, like, like, dumplings. I love dumplings. Bites in them. <laughs> Those are tiger balls. Oh, and he, he vomits in the fucking. Are thing. these steamed meatballs? <laughs> <laughs> tiger balls. Oh, like, well, I guess I'll try this. And then they have like roasted cicadas, roasted uh, locusts, iguanas. And, and he's like, I'll just have some of the soup. <laughs> Opens it up, bunch of e- like an eel was in. Yeah, it. it's like a full fucking eel, and he just pulls it out with some tongs, and he's just like, "You people, <laughs> you people." <laughs> Drops it back in. He's like, he's like, well, here, here's something I know you'll like. Oh, at all the Chinese restaurants back in Indiana, we have this. We love it. <laughs> I love bean curd. Starts eating it. <laughs> and she's like, that not bean curd, that monkey brain. So he chucks it at the wall. <laughs> Spikes it. Spits in her face and chucks it at the wall. Oh. It's like it's like so straight out of fucking Temple of Doom. They got the monkey brains even. Snaps over. Wait, wait, staff, come here. I need real food. Do you know how to make a hamburger? Plain, nothing on it. Dry as possible, please. Hold the seasoning. <laughs> even salt. I don't want that spicy shit like salt and pepper. <laughs> Give me a well done burger, nothing on it. Stale bun. So we don't even get to see him enjoy his hamburger. No. It's probably awful, I'm I imagine. So immediately is like, look, is there a liquor store around here? Because I need to wash that monkey brain out of my mouth. <laughs> so he picks up a nice. Uh, yeah, I'm not drinking the water. <laughs> picks up a nice uh, handle of Canadian Reserve. That's what we call like a full two gallon, you know. Two dollar, two gallon. Two, ga- two dollar, two gallon. Um, and he's like, I got to take you back to my you probably hotel, got babe. that at like the gift shop at the, at the ninth story. <laughs> yeah, really. Ninth story hotel. Yeah. You like get fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. So they're, they're in the hotel. Sue Lin is just like, are you really staying here? Like there, uh, there's people fucking with doors open, you know, it's like <laughs> just gross as shit. Well, you can see this pornography all over the wall. He's like, <laughs> what the fuck, Scott? It's like, He's like, you know me. I don't spend money. Yeah. Well, I I called up and they said it was a five star <laughs> hotel. So yeah, that's what I reserved for. And let's get down to some five star fucking five star fucking. So we get that nice romantic scene of them banging. Oh, and you then, can tell they're they're just so eager to get to the banging because they make out for fourteen minutes straight. And then we get a scene where we're just going to try to decipher it because it's all in Asian with no subtitles. We see her father. He's calling her. I think he's trying to get a hold of her. Yeah. I th- I thought somebody called him. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure someone <laughs> called him. All I get is – all I got from this scene was he gets a phone call. Because on the way back from the restaurant to the hotel, we see, like, some shady people Did noticing we? Sue Lin. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah. It's hard to pay attention to this movie because <laughs> it's fucking boring and horrible. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure there someone was noticing. So the interim here, I, that's why I thought this call was somebody tipping the dad off. Well, I think you're right because I think he gets a call. He's tipped off. He immediately leaves the home, leaving the rest of the family behind, mind you. And he just skips town. <laughs> I thought he was going into town. Ta- 
We don't know where he goes <laughs> because the dad is just there to like be a be a pawn in this whole game. He just gets moved around. Right. He's got that teeny tiny little mustache. It's a Hitler stash, wasn't it? No, no, it wasn't connected in the middle there. Oh, oh that's even worse. Yeah, he just he has, it's like a parted Hitler he, mustache. It was, yeah. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> <it's> gross. <laughs> gross thing about this movie. So we joined Scott and Sula, and they've just made sweet, 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 sweet fucking. And now love. they're listening to other people making yeah. sweet, sweet, sweet love. I love that their love making re like fixed the bed. It's now back up on all four. Well, legs. He probably made her fix it. Oh, that's a good point. Your people are good with their hands, right? Go ahead and fix this bed real quick. Oh, Scott. And so he is like, man. I, I just got to say, your, bed, your dad better accept me for who I am. Because I'm not if, eating that fucking shit food. Because <laughs> if he doesn't, I'll break the fucker's neck. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a fucking martial artist. Yeah. I'll kill your dad. I ain't no rich bitch like you, apparently. God damn. And then while he's, he's explaining that, he gets a knock at the door. He's like, fucking pimp again, Jimmy. Jimmy Lamb. <laughs> he's like, come on, baby, open the door. And he's like, God damn, pimp. I'm not paying for sex. He should have known better because Jimmy Lynn doesn't knock. Jimmy Lynn just opens it. He's got a key to every door. Right. So he just opens the so door. He opens it up, and there's some thugs. I guess those thugs you were talking about earlier that were yep, watching them. That was it. And they got they cross like swords across his neck. Yeah. And pin him against a wall. Yeah. And then they grab Sue Lynn and throw a bag over her head. Okay. They punch her a couple times yeah. for good measure. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah. said a bit straight. <laughs> and they start they he sees they're just taken away. He's like, That's my money, my love. <laughs> so Scott they, first they, they throw Scott's head because the the windows have bars across and they yeah. th- shove Scott's head through the bars. And Scott's like, That's all I can stand and I can't, can't stand this no more. more. And so he just starts fucking fucking these guys up. This is when we get like the second. Did you see that where he he was Spider Man? He was like clinging to a wall. What the fuck is that about? All kinds of crazy shit starts happening here. There is like (laughs) the room just starts twisting, like you got Inception. Yes, you got the Inception room (laughs) on the hydraulics and everything. God, who would have thought that No Retreat, No Surrender 2 started that trend? Well, they were obviously on a set. There's no way that was a real fucking hotel room there. Yeah. And oh. so they take Sulin away while he's taking care of these guys. And the guy has, like, I think he had heroin. They were going to inject him with heroin and make it look like an OD. Dude, that's right. They had the fucking full-ass <laughs> syringe of this shit. And our, our boy, uh, they, and, but they know they're getting handled, so they go running, and, like, Scott chases after him in the hallway. He fucking leaps off the wall, does another fucking Spider-Man move. Yeah. Fucking uh, leg scissors the dude around the neck. That's Okay, I will say, there are some pretty cool moves in this movie. And that's about all it had. But there's too much of it. I'm not used to this many action scenes in this movie because it's so god-awful. And they, they were like, how do we make sure this guy doesn't talk? Let's just fucking have him fight all the time. Right. Well, yeah. I'd rather watch him fight than talk. That's a good point. So the guy, he's go reaching for that heroin needle. And he's like, oh, you want some of that sweet China white? Grabs it out of his hand, stabs the guy in the throat with it, oh injects god. him, kills the guy. Yeah. But he had it coming. You see the X's go over his eyes. That's how you know he's dead. <laughs> so, Scott. He goes he, back up to the room, and he searches for uh, Sulin's well, wallet. He's, yeah, because he's like, I'll just take her money. Like, yeah. I, don't, you know. I, I wasn't sure if she was really the one, so let me just see how much she has in this wallet. Oh, my God. There's only a dollar yeah. in here. Well, no, he's telling a lot. He's like, yeah, I'm marrying this bitch. <laughs> so, he's like, he finds her license, thankfully. And so he knows where she lives, so he, he, he hires a taxi or something to take him there. 
Well, he rolls up. He's got the, all that money. The so house. It was limo. apparently like the mistake in this house for Pablo Escobar's because there's body bags. Like everyone in the house has been murdered. Yeah. And there's like 40 <clears throat> dead bodies in it. Like who was living here? Well, he had the family, he had the servants, he had all that shit. They were rich. Oh, good point. Okay. And he's like, hey, what's going on here? Just swinging his dick around again. Fucking Scott, man. I hate this guy. And they're like, who are you? He's like, this is my girlfriend, see? And they're like, oh. Fiance. And they're like, "Uh, sir, we need to talk to you. And then fucking Scott unloads the most ugly American bullshit. Like, first he starts out like, you can't arrest me. And they're like, read read me my rights. And then he immediately does the classic American thing. I'm going to sue everybody here. Do you know how much money my fiance's husband or uh, husband <laughs> dad has? He's you're gonna be talking to his lawyer. So he hasn't even met the guy. He's like already threatening with uh, possibly his future dad's fu- fucking lawyers. So they bring him in, they interrogate him. They're like, "So what was up with you injecting that guy with drugs?" He's, yeah. Hey, drugs are they're deadly. He's very flippant. He's very flippant about death in this movie. Yeah, he does not give a fuck. They think he's peddling drugs. And just like, oh, no, that guy attacked me with a syringe full of drugs, and I put it in him. I don't fuck with drugs. <laughs> just say no. And they're like, well, then then there's like an American, probably from like the con- embassy or something. Yeah, he's the like, consulate. And he's just like. Assistant to. I, I, I didn't know what was going on. I thought they were going to release him because he was American. What, were they going to take him to Singapore to get arrested? No, um, I don't see. This is part of the plot. Uh, I believe that was in another language, so we have no idea. What I was said. under the impression they were just going to extradite him to Singapore and let him go. That's, I don't know what the fuck they were going to do. Yeah, because there was the consulate there, and he mumbles something through a beard. I have no idea what he said. But then they come back in, and Scott's just furious, still just whining. <laughs> what are you going to do to me? I'm American. They're like. We're going to send you to Singapore. You probably wouldn't remember this. You'd be too young. Do you remember the, about this kid who was going to get caned in Singapore? It was, it was a huge news no. story. There was some douchebag kid like like Lauren Avedon. I think he was like the kid of somebody like maybe some like like a ambassador or something like yeah. that. And he was spray painting shit in Singapore. And, you know, they don't fuck with that shit in Singapore. Right. Like they, If you like leave gum on the fucking street, you go to jail and shit. Yeah. So they arrested him, and they were going to cane his ass. It's going to be the fucking uh, punishment. Right. And if we, you don't know what caning is, it's basically a hard, really hard spanking is basically what they were going to give the kid. And it was a whole big thing. Like, we got to save this kid. And I'm like, fuck this kid. Let him get fucking spanked. I don't give a shit. What the fuck? And it was a huge news story for about like a week or two. And eventually they did cane the fucking kid, and then he just went on with his life. But I think that's what they're going to do with uh, Lauren. That's interesting because that was the that must have been the inspiration for the Simpsons booting episode. Yes, that was. And uh, what was the other thing? We had that person recently where it was like an ambassador for the U.S. in like uh, London or something, and the woman or the woman's son, the ambassador's son, like hit somebody in a car or something, and instead of making them like be punished for it, they are just like, no, just go back home. Yeah, diplomatic immunity. Yeah. The fucking person hit somebody with a car. I think I don't remember if they deal with that. it. So they got him. Uh, they're sending him to. to they're taking him to the airport. They're gonna send him to Singapore to get caned. Yep. And he's like, "Fuck this!" So he, he, go, just, he goes to shake the pilot's hand. He's gonna ride like a little two seater plane, 
And he goes to shake the pilot's hand. He's trying to be cool with everybody. He's like, hey, I'm sorry for being such an American asshole. I'm a tourist in your beautiful country. Your food's still shit. Your food's shit. You smell like shit. I, 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 I try to read some of your poetry. You got no toilet paper. This whole place your, is gone. Your whores are no good. Your whore- just everything. But you know what? You're a good pilot. Put her there. So he goes to give the glad hand, which he was like, come on, COVID, let's let's not do this. <laughs> so he just punches him in the face, and Scott turns around, and it just takes out like 14 armed guards, <laughs> hops a motorcycle. Conveniently, there's a motorcycle there for some reason. On, revved up, ready to go, <laughs> and train reels. There's like these like steps that are all along these uh, planes, like they're, on the tails of the planes. They're in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> And they lead us to believe that they are completely surrounded, except for this one spot where there's the stairs set up right in front of another plane. And so he's like, mm, I got an idea. <laughs> and so he just goes right up the stairs, jumps off the plane, does that like four times because conveniently there's stairs along every the tail end of every plane in the field. Oh. Oh. And he takes off. It's like, see you later. God. And, you know. It must have been like a 45 to an hour long ride back into town because he's like, I'm so tired. All I need right now is some tits and a drink. <laughs> so he fucking immediately hits the red light district. If you, if you squint your eyes, you can actually see Eric Sloan in a wheelchair in the background. Murray, I was going to ask you if you noticed him. <laughs> yes, I did. I heard this. It was weird. We didn't have subtitles, but we had crystal clear high definition for this movie. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with that. But yes, I clearly saw the mustache. Yeah. I noticed it, and I'm like, ah, oh, Eric. Because he was, he was power – well, he wasn't power kicking anybody because he's in a wheelchair. Well, yeah, yeah. But he was dreaming of power kicking. I somebody. heard the screeching of a lot of waitresses because you know Eric Sloan's thing is to get right up and grab them cakes. <laughs> right. He's often known for slipping a finger right in the, right in the butthole. So he's like, hey, fellow American – where can I find a, uh, another greasy American? Oh, we all hang out at that bar there. <laughs> so we go to the greasy American bar, the Pussy Trap or whatever the fuck it was called. That sounds good. And it's got we got some nice flat Asian ass rocking out on the fucking runway. Oh yeah. And but they're clothed. It was it was, yeah, it was a very disappointing titty bar. <laughs> and, and they're like. Hey, I'm looking for Mac. Like, he expects everyone to know the fuck who Mac is. Yeah. I, I, I love it. But again, that's the American arrogance coming through. Looking for another round eye. But I guess that would work. Do you speak English? <laughs> so having to hear Scott do that loud American thing where they're like, they will understand my English better if I talk slowly and loudly <laughs> and more like a dick. And the bartender's like, yeah, uh, I'm from actually uh, P- Pasadena. Pasadena? That douchebag's up there. Yeah. So he goes upstairs. And we get a nice over the top moment. Yeah. They got they got the one hanging light. So it's just like uh, oh, the fucking deer hunter movie where it's just like this dark lit and they yeah. got. But there's all. Go ahead, dress this up for us. This scene is interesting. What's well, the classic arm wrestling scene? We, we we this tells us so much about the Mac character that he's like he, he likes to gamble. He's, he's a devil may care. And we also to point out that he's an American like abroad. He's got to have that fucking loud floral print shirt on. We yep. always have to have that on. Oh, yeah. And Mac, he's, he's always arm wrestling this guy. And he's got the cigar in his mouth, got the beer in the other hand. Yep. He's having no trouble. Okay, when we're seeing a long shot, it's just them arm wrestling on a table. When they do close-ups, we notice there's 
like stove burners on each side yeah. where their hand would fall down if you if you beat the guy. Yeah. But they're never they're never there when they pull <laughs> pull away. So it kind of fucks up the whole point of the yeah. thing. So obviously this is a high stakes arm wrestling match. Right. You got all the people surrounding them, throwing money around because I mean Every time there, there's so many action movies we've done where there's an America American in like Vietnam or something, they're always super super wealthy entrepreneurs. Right. Mac is no different. Right. But uh, so the first thing though, he's he's got to win this arm wrestling match, and he's fucking with this guy. Right. And Scott knows that look. This is his boy from Indiana. <laughs> you know, they they used to run together on Gary Avenue or whatever. They used it was. to run this whole kind of swindle before the I, old switcher like. Fake out uh, arm wrestling. Thing. Yeah. And so uh, Scott comes over to Mac and he starts fucking with him. He starts like, uh, you know, being like, oh, you're letting this guy beat you. And he's like rubbing his shoulder, tickling him a little bit. Puts the other guy's hand over the top, which gives him the edge. He puts a ha- backwards hat on him. and just, Well, he just <laughs> rests it right on top of his head. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, and, you, and then you see, you see it looks perfectly fine. Then you see a close up. His hand's right above that heater. Yeah. And... Then he, I guess he hulks up. Mac, Mac. Does. I think he he uh, uh, Scott fucked up because when he turned Mac's head around, mm-hmm. that hulked him up, dude. Did so Mac Mac went into the rest of his ritual for when he's about to beat somebody. Takes his cigar out, blows smoke in the guy's <laughs> face, then puts a cigar in his beer, chugs the beer, and then which gets, is freaking the guy out. He's yeah. like, oh my god, this American's crazy. Yeah. And then he gets the cigar back out of the beer, <laughs> starts smoking it. How is it still going? And then he beats the guy. No big deal. Right. And cruelly just holds the guy's hand yeah. over that fucking burner. Yeah, on the burner because it had, like, the metal <laughs> protection, so it was right. getting super hot. And yeah, he just holds it there for a good 10 and minutes. And laughs. Yeah. And, and, they, and Scott laughs, too. He's at the bar. They're cracking up. Look at that. He just sort of cripples. Ruined to form that guy's hand. Isn't that funny? So, I mean, that guy did pick up that beer bottle, and he breaks, and he goes yeah. after Why well, would too. Scott steps in and fucking cheap shots the guy, <laughs> fucking kicks him in the gut a couple times, and Max is sitting there like, oh, my baby. Look at what I've done to this child. Like, I left him a, I left him a boy in Indiana, and I, he comes to me in Thailand, and he is a man now. It's looking like Jerry Seinfeld, but <laughs> goddamn, that kick. Devastating. Yes, add insult to injury. Uh, Scott basically cripples the guy who lost the yeah. arm wrestling match. So they go, "Hey, beers on me for that nice crippling job you did." Yeah. Did you notice how they're like uh, not real people here? Like they're they're <laughs> trash. Did you notice that too? <laughs> Guys, there's no good characters in this movie. No, the pimp. He's the Jimmy Lynn. Is the best <laughs> Jimmy character Lynn in this is movie. a guy. Who prostitutes women and probably children because he's a pimp yeah he's the best character <laughs> and so <laughs> they're enjoying a nice beer and of course uh max like what are, what are you doing here and in between how can you eat this shit food yeah <laughs> you get used to yeah I, got, I found this perfect hamburger joint they make the driest fucking <laughs> <laughs> least tasty burgers you'll ever want to mac have. mac uh you know in the middle of scott complaining that somebody was getting too close or breathing on him or something Mac looks up and notices that Scott's actually a wanted man. Right. They got TV on. Yeah. And there's a little they, the interrupted, like, the Muay Thai fights for the special bulletin that uh, Scott's a wanted man, like you said. Yeah. We, we don't know because there's no subtitles for us to know what's going on in there, but we get the gist of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mac explains it to us like, 
you know, uh, you might be in some trouble, so why don't we go to this, like you were saying, that I know a nice place where we can get you the driest burger in, in town, <laughs> and also, no bounty hunters, because you're wanted? You've been pushing that white horse? <laughs> he does say that. You're pushing the China white or whatever the China he said. white, yeah. And he's like, that's a big misunderstanding. Let's get them burgers. I'm famished. I haven't eaten since I've been here. Mm. So they go to this night. They go to the McDonald's in Thailand, <laughs> and who who you know they like every like foreign McDonald's will have different shit. They have like octopus yeah, in yeah. Japan. They have cobra blood at this fucking Thailand <laughs> McDonald's. I like it. See my favorite. And then I noticed. Did you see there was an abrupt cut? I bet some fucked up animal cruelty shit happened in this scene because you see them pick up a cobra and then there's a rough cut. Like, you know, you they were going to so. do something to that Cobra, which oh. probably you see in the Asian version of this movie. Oh, that's scary. I did like the the one shot they used uh, from behind the Cobra cage. It's very clearly like a puppet that they were <laughs> flapping around. That was good. I like that. But, yeah, they so, like, they put, they, I'm sure they probably just cut a Cobra in half and just put the blood in these shot glasses. Yeah, that might have been it. And they bring him to Mac. Mac just chugs his, like, when in Rome, baby. Yeah. And then he's well, like. Well, he loves that stuff. And he then Scott's like. Ugh. Yeah, he was like, we're about to go through some shit, kid, so you should probably take this. And he's like, if we're about to go through some shit, I think you can double down because I'm all the man I need. <laughs> oh, God. And he's like. Doing that mouth thing because his mouth is so dry from eating the driest hamburger in Thailand. He's got a gallon of water. He's not drinking. He's, He's like, just... kid, you might see him on this blood to moisten up that burger. Yeah, please, please moisten that burger because your 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 mouth noises are fucking horrible. When I left you in Indiana, when you, you say mouth noises, you mean him eating or just him talking? talking? That's, that's what I find is horrible. Talking, eating, breathing. Fuck this guy. He's got a new hat on at least. Yeah. I'm sure you appreciated that he pulled it down because he was trying to go incognito. So he's yes. got like he had a Gandalf, a straw Gandalf hat. Yeah, yeah. And yes, he was going incognito, but you know, like maybe a little less standing out of a hat because that immediately the eyes of all the bounty hunters go to it. Yeah. And so they attack. Yep. And we get another fight scene. Yep. And I guess blowing smoke in people's faces is Max thing because he yep. he pins a guy down, starts going <laughs> blowing smoke, and then he puts the fucking cigar on the guy's face. Yeah. I mean, I guess he was doing that to make sure the embers are real fucking <laughs> hot guess. on the end there. But yeah, there's probably you see it would have been cool if they did a nice touch. Maybe where he's trying like, to get him stoned. Like they think these people are like animals anyway. You know, people try to get their their cat or dog stoned. Yeah, like, smoking fuck it. those people. Yeah, I think um, he's trying that. I, I would have liked it. It would have been a nice touch if there was like villains later on, or maybe even Terry had it, where they have like a cigarette burn in their neck from him. Fucking beating them, and then you know, I would have loved. I would that. have loved to have seen a woman with a cigarette <laughs> hey, from we, her boyfriend. Wait, wait they yeah. are not dating, but we know they have like they, a, they have history a history where they fought they have, each they, other. They, 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 well, they have a history. They have sexual tension going on. I'm not saying they like abused each other. I'm saying they sparred. You know, you think he abused her? What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so they handle these guys pretty well. I guess, like you said, what, what's the snake thing? Go, I forgot what happened with the snake. The snake. Oh. Okay, uh, it's just like, um, what's his name? Scott gets held up by one of the guys, and it's actually one of the dudes who uh, he noticed at the hotel. And so the guy says, freeze, motherfucker. He speaks in perfect English because he knows Scott's too retarded to understand anything else. And so he's like, hey, I'm like a mountain here. Like a mountain here? What does that mean? <laughs> Scott, I hate you. And so 
what ends up happening is we see that little snake puppet playing, and then the <laughs> yeah, camera... they got the snake cage full of snakes. Yeah, so the camera pulls up, and you see uh, fucking Matt go in and grab a snake, and he says to the guy who's holding uh, Scott up, and he's like, hey, rattlers, on, on, on red alert. <laughs> that's that's probably what they said. That's how bad the one-liners are. So he chucks the cobra at the fucking uh, armed gunman, and it just bites him in the face or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I remember it went around his neck, and he freaks out, and yeah. gets, probably gets bitten. And before he dies from that horrible snake bite, yeah. you're like, Where's Sulin? And then he goes, Why don't you climb Death Mountain? Oh. And he's like, I didn't even know there was a Disneyland here. No, Scott, it's not Space Mountain. It's Death Mountain. Let's ask this guy some more questions. Maybe he's got more clues for us. That's not going to happen today. (laughs) This should have been Al Young's uh, role, but I think this was actually the gold tooth guy from Bloodsport. It looked just like him. And so what he does is he pulls a grenade from in his pants, which if Billy Drago has taught me anything, that is not where you want a grenade. And so he pulls a grenade from his pants, and he fucking just rolls it at uh, our snake-bitten guy. And Mac, like a fucking true genius, is like, that's a live grenade! And he puts <laughs> the, the snake-bitten man on the grenade. <laughs> and I love action movies because grenades are as, only as powerful as the main character needs it to be. So, like, later on in the movie, grenades are, like, fucking A-bombs. Right. But in this moment, it's just big enough. There's never to... any shrapnel in them, either. It's just an explosion. Oh, there is. Yeah, later on. Yeah. But... But like you y- said, when the hero needs it. When the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, for for this grenade, it's just enough to blow this man's limbs into the camera. All I saw was, like, a wig go flying. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Oh, my God. And so they uh, apparently Death Mountain means something to Mac. It means Cambodia to him. Yeah. And so like, well, let's go back to my warehouse and we'll figure out what's going on. This was nice touch. I love his warehouse. It was cool. Yes, because every expatriate American is always working kind of smuggling. Yup. Entrepreneur, always smuggling. It's always arms as well. Yes. Because I, I'm sure America loves selling arms. It's the only places. thing we make anymore is weapons. So. Yeah. yeah. And we're always like, those are the bad guys. What? Sold them <laughs> weapons? No. Us? No. Well, yeah, we sold them a few weapons, but. So, yeah, that's what he's doing. He's selling weapons to communists. He's an importer and exporter. He's a spice merchant. He's yeah. an olive oil salesman like Don Corleone. Yeah. It, that's, that's right. Art Vandalay. He, he's right out of a Seinfeld episode. He's focusing on the import because the export's costing too much. Right. Those tariffs, Trump fucked them. So, uh... <laughs> Scott is like, we've got to go there. If Cambodia, is that where you said it? We got to go there. We have to go there. Look, kid, you're dabbling with some shit you don't want to mess with. But they got my girlfriend! So? I'm Can out, kid. No. And while he's doing that, you know, he's like fondling this crossbow. We learned that's going to be like Scott's weapon. Yeah. Like he can't have the bow and arrow because that's Rambo's thing. So yeah. he's got the next best well, thing. Well, look at his physique. He can't pull a fucking bow and no, arrow back. No, he cannot. Yeah. And he probably couldn't aim it. And, uh. Right. And he's just like, well, I'm going to go get my lady. And then we, we get a little exposition. We learn from Mac. That her dad was funding these Cambodian rebels that were been fighting or still fighting against the Viet Cong. And so his kidnapping or her kidnapping was revenge 
for the murders that happened in the beginning of this movie. Okay. So the people who were being murdered were on her father's side. Okay. And the evil ones are the Viet Cong that are being funded by the Russians that we'll see later. Okay. So, yeah, so um, her... So they're like, that's why Sulin is there. We got and she's got to be in Cambodia because that's where they hang out, right? And so, all right, he's like, I'm out. And then he sees the way uh, uh, Scott's filing that crossbow. He's like, you know what? I got to kill somebody too. I'm in. Yeah, he's, Scott. He, Scott was like, I'm going to go there regardless. You should probably go there because I'm. I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of murdering happening, and you'll never be in trouble because nobody cares about these people. Yeah, I mean, once once we murder all the people, we can steal all their equipment. We can export it out of their base. We can and liberate. We can liberate. Oh, you're. I can. Max smiling when he said liberate. <laughs> he's fucking. Oh. And he's like, buddy, let's make America great again. And he throws <laughs> on his cap, and then they. Cut to, we see uh, Sue Lynn. She's in this fucking prison camp. And there's fucking. <laughs> I'm just reading the notes you've added here. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking it was bizarre. Nice they get like, it's like a trough, like a bamboo. <laughs> like they get a piece of bamboo and cut it in half and make it into a trough. Yeah. And they put it in her, one in her mouth. And then they just pour jizz down this fucking <laughs> trough. It's the worst, grossest bukkake fucking shot you've ever seen in your life. It was it's, disgusting. It was it was awful. This it was awful. Worst money shot ever. <laughs> <laughs> so we know uh, she's in trouble. So we know she's alive, but she's getting really fucked up. So we go back to the warehouse because <laughs> the only way to get over that scene is to see Scott have an erection over some firearms. And he's he's getting pumped up. They're listening to some he- heavy metal as they talk about you know weapons. They're listening and shit. to Nickelback. They're on. listening. They're listening to heavy metal. Oh yeah, you know Matt can only get a few CDs in, so <laughs> whatever. It's some importer he is. And he's just like, look, I mean, I'm all cool with the murdering thing, but maybe just find a new Thai girl because they're like a dime a dozen around here. Like literally, almost every woman in Thailand is Thai, so you could just you know that that. Uh, but are they rich? That and that's. Speaking like music to fucking Max here. Well, Mac, yeah, Mac knows that like all the Thai people are poor. Yeah. So I mean, you see the shit they eat. You see the shit, and then they have a nice joke over that. Of course, Scott goes into his Jerry uh, Seinfeld bit. <laughs> What's the deal with Thai food? <laughs> it's octopus. It's scorpion. It's bugs. What These is this? People are crazy. Is this that movie Snowpiercer? Wow, he's really... I fucking hate that movie. Okay. Well, that was the big reveal. Sorry for everybody. They eat bugs. <laughs> that, was, that was the big reveal? Don't you remember I that? remember it, but I remember that being the big reveal. That was like a The huge... big reveal was even stupider. It was like a child was powering the train or some shit like that. Remember that? I blame. All we're saying is, if you like Snowpiercer, you're dumb. That's all we're trying to say. <laughs> it was a bad movie. Now, back to another bad movie. Okay, so he's like, you know what? I'm in. I want. I. You're just making it sound too good. You got a rich girlfriend. We're killing people and getting away with it. Let's do this shit. They throw up that big warehouse, you know, uh, garage door, and well, just... no, we get this great fucking montage, prepping montage. Oh, <laughs> fucking... this is the worst montage. <laughs> no, I'm being sarcastic. Look at my photograph. Scott Nickelback get, playing Scott in the background. Gets a fucking red shoelace and ties it around his head as a headband. Oh! 
so fucking Cause, angry at cause that. Because if you're wearing a headband, it's either because you have long hair and you want to pull your hair back, or you don't want sweat falling in your eyes. So you have a band. A band. You don't put a shoelace around your fucking head. I but, fucking hate him so much. And then he puts, he's like, and even Max says, I'll get you some of those black pajamas they wear. So he has the black pajama outfit and then a fucking brown vest. Yeah, he puts the brown vest over it. And then he wraps like grenade, like a bandolier of grenades over his chest. And they're ready to kick ass. And then, like you said, they open up the garage door and a whole fucking Thai army is waiting for them. I just want to do a, just like a quick sanity check on this movie. The first one is this fun, like teen coming of age type movie. <laughs> The guy we still to... haven't met Bruce Lee's spirit yet. Yeah. <laughs> they meet Bruce Lee's spirit pretty <laughs> soon here. Um, but, yeah, he wants to be Bruce Lee so bad. He wants to learn how to be a kickboxing martial artist, master, so bad. And this movie is about to turn into fucking Rambo. Right. What is happening in No Retreat, No Surrender 2? It okay. makes sense when you think of it as Karate Tiger. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. It should, we should just call it Karate, karate Tiger Balls. Oh. So, yeah, so we have a little chase scene. They run back. And their feet don't feel me now. And they run back in the warehouse, and they're being chased. Just like the airport scene, we have you surrounded, but a tie surrounding is basically we have five people over here and nobody else. We have you all tied up. <laughs> and they escape because they're Americans. They're smarter. Yeah. They climb up to the roof and exit the back. <laughs> and nobody can ca- they're all like caught up in this jungle gym system that uh Mac has in his warehouse. So they they, they just can't get out in time. They escape out the back and they just run away. And there to- just happens to be a chopper showing up right at the, this specific time and they jump into it and then they're pulling up. Who you the know, fuck is who's flying this plane? I I was just thinking they introduced introduced Terry in the first act like within the first five minutes of the movie and then she disappeared and I was like right. I would have thought she had a bigger role in this movie because her name is like right on the <laughs> fucking DVD Murray Terry has returned well first we just see a close up of a, a cigarette burn on the neck like you said <laughs> thank you I told you and then well I told you we're watching an HD version of this movie yeah. no subtitles still but it looks crystal clear crystal clear and it's, he's like, what? Terry? Oh. oh, you know her? And then we have a little meet cue where we realize everybody knows everybody. Oh, God. This was, this was awful. We have and, some of the worst line reading you've ever heard in your life from Cynthia and uh, Lauren. Scott, yeah. Mac was okay actor. Mac was okay. But he was probably a real actor and not a martial artist. Yeah. Mac was okay. Still kind of a shit, but that was the character, I think. Right. But acting alongside of Scott, and I mean, I I don't not like Cynthia Rothrock, but ooh, this is not going on the sizzle <laughs> reel. Nothing, <laughs> nothing from this movie is making it to her package. So you know? we learned they got some history, Terry and Mac. A little sexual tension going on. Well, we know the history. We saw the neck. <laughs> we saw the cigar. Cigar. <laughs> You know, she should have she should have listened the first time. And so so fly us to Cambodia. So while they're flying to Cambodia, we check in with the dad. And we learn that we learn something. Because we don't speak Thai, so we don't know what it is. But he's on the phone with somebody. <laughs> Our interpretation is that they, they he's found his daughter and lost I don't know. There's some tense shit going on if you speak Thai, which we don't. So we cut back to the guys. They land in Cambodia finally. And and fucking uh, 
uh, Max Givener in the business. He's like, I bet everybody in Cambodia knows we're coming because you were flying so high up into the radar. She's like, I was not. Yeah. I was flying right under the radar. Oh, That's basically her line reading, people. Yeah, it, oh, my God. You, again, you're giving me PTSD <laughs> because your <laughs> line readings too good. Yeah. They're too perfect. Oh, So they land in this giant clearing, and this is what uh, Mac yelled at her to do. So she's like, Fine, I'll land exactly where you want to, but I swear to God, as soon as we land, a bunch of people are going to come out with guns, and we're going to be captured. I'm telling you, right now, that's what's going to happen. So they get out. Mac's like, do you see anybody, Terry? (laughs) Fucking Scott's laughing like, God, leave her alone. She's okay. I kind of like her. And he's just like, nope. She's a dumb bitch. I ought to burn you again, you dumb bitch. Just as the word bitch comes out of its mouth, they're surrounded. You you hear the gun start cocking. (laughs) I love that when they just adjust the guns and they make that loud (laughs) noise. Well, it's like you pick up any kind of knife. It's like like a fucking butter knife and it makes that noise. And she's like, see? I like that Scott. is He's playing both sides, so he he's laughing, too. He's just like, oh, she got you good, Mac. She got you fucking good, dude. So they get taken back to this little camp. Yeah. Oh, we, 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 they, they, because the colonel wants to talk to you. Oh, and they're, like, they're like all shit in their pants, and then they walk in the tent. It's an old buddy of Max, this colonel. Yeah, Colonel Loitoy or something. Loitoy. <laughs> It was like Loy something. I don't remember. LaChoy. LaChoy. And, <laughs> and so we learned, yeah, this is a guy that in his import business that Mac has been supplying with weapons. Yep. And he's like, look, buddy, you help us out. And we're going to, I'll give you 20% off on these babies. He pulls his brochure he has of all his wares. Yeah. And, it's like a grenade launcher. Yeah. And he's just like, and then, then a fucking Terry has to butt in and goes, that's all you're going to give him? Yeah. You got tanks. And he's like, what? Loitoy, you, you got tank? And Scott's like, yeah, I got it right here. And he pulls out a little 8x10 glossy of it. <laughs> and he unfolds it. And Loitoy is just like, okay. okay. Give me one of those. Now we're talking. He's very reasonable. He's like, I'll pay you fair value, face value. Yeah. And I'll help you, too. Yeah. But that's not even a good enough deal. He, he's read the art of the deal, Max. So he's yeah. just like, how can I chisel this guy a little more? Yeah. And just as he's about to do that, we just hear explosions outside. Oh, yeah. He was about to offer up one other thing, and then he's like, oh, and by the way, I am keeping the white lady. He oh, yeah, because he Terry. wanted collateral. Because oh, he's that like, was Because cool. apparently Mac has fucked him over before. Oh, okay. And he's like, fine, you can have that bitch. <laughs> and, and she's like, what? What do you mean, Mac? I'm not staying here. I'm helping you, Scott. And, and just as that ear-piercing Scott hits us, explosion, explosion. Oh, no, Murray dropped his notes. The explosions were too powerful. Yeah, this movie is just So I was already confused about what, like, Loitoy explains that their little militia was fighting the... They're fighting the Soviets. The Soviets. Okay. Right. And that, yes, and that's where we learn that the Soviets are funding this group that yeah. Sulin's father is against. This is a whole, and I'm going to call back to our Knight Rider episode, this is a whole Dry Lake, Red Bluff situation <laughs> here. Because it looks like they're in the same range and like 20 feet away from each other. Yeah. But well, no, because no, cause our guys go on a long trek to get... It's like longer than fucking Lord of the Rings. You're this right. trek they go You're on. right. That... Okay, you got that one right. Because, but, 
You're right. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say we got the we got bombs <laughs> crashing down. Rockets, red glare, all that good shit. All that good shit. So Scott, like, he's like, hey, let's hide in this lake. Yeah. Well, no, Matt goes and hides oh. in the lake. Oh. Uh, Terry takes off for her helicopter because it's her only a thing she appreciates in Thailand. Oh, well, yeah, it's the only thing she owns. Yeah. And just as she's about to go into it, it gets blown up. Yeah. Or at least a model of a helicopter <laughs> gets blown up. It's a nice uh, B footage of a random helicopter being blown up. It wasn't even the same color. But Scott, like, tackles her to save her, and he takes some shrapnel in the arm. All right. That's the one time that's we get some the, shrapnel. That's the one time shrapnel. But she never fight. bothers him for the rest of the movie. No, because Terry ties it off that night. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. So they, put they, a bandage on it. You're good to go. Max hiding in the lake. You know, he waves to them. So they, they all get into the lake, and that, that works. <laughs> and, then, and then somehow, what, did, what happened? Because do they just blow shit up and never come in and attack the guys? They just... Yeah, they just. How do they, they escape? Done. Everyone gets killed, and they just. Everybody <laughs> dies except those three, and we just join them that night, and they're singing "Kumbaya" over a fucking fire, having a great time. Well, that's the one thing about Scott; he can get over shit really. Unlike us in this movie, he can get over shit really easily. Yeah. Oh my god, he, he is just having. So fun. He, he's making s'mores and shit, dude. And uh, Mac, they're going at it again with Terry, and what Terry doesn't realize. It's a giant-ass fucking scorpion just fucking feeling up her tits big time. Oh, my God. And we get the whole classic thing where she doesn't realize it. Yeah. Mac goes to grab it. It's like, hey, what are you doing? I already had a breast exam. I don't you, have cancer. You pervert. What are you, some kind of Steven Seagal? And then he's like, fine. Just do it yourself. You want to die of breast cancer. And then she looks down. Ah! And, you know, ha-ha, we're all cracking up because there's a centipede on her tit. Yeah. So Scott, you know, they, Terry goes over. She sits next to Scott because Scott, you know, and her are pretty cool. Scott! Sitting there, and she's tying, cinching up his arm. and Doing what a woman should be doing. You know? <laughs> they're, they're, they're all kind of, like, licking their wounds. And, you know, Terry's like, I can't believe, Mac, you would sell me out like that and leave me there as collateral. And Scott's like, well, Terry, you got to understand, he did have a plan. And she starts giving uh, Scott shit because of that. And Scott's just like, look, don't take your anger out on me because you two are in love. And then he starts going, Mac and Terry sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. And just starts pulling her pigtails. She doesn't even have pigtails. Oh, my God. And just give them the business. And they all just look at each other. And Mac's they... like, why don't you come over here and service me, honey, honey buns? And he's like, you... Pig. Ugh. Ugh. So they're all, but they all, that bonded them. That, that little little kissing in the tree thing brought them all together. They're ready to fight all as one unit. Yep. Well, that's going on. We got to check in. We finally meet. Yuri was his name? I didn't Yuri, even, Did yeah. he ever mention my name in this movie at all? Nope. Had to look that one up. So we go to this, this Soviet compound, the red bluff of this movie. Oh, no, the dry lake. I'm sorry. It's the dry lake <laughs> the of this movie. Oh! Fucking Knight Rider, man. <laughs> and we see Matthias Hughes. He shows up. He's just like, I'm going to say he's a general just because why not? Yeah. And he shows up, and he's this huge-ass motherfucker. He, yeah, he's very menacing. Just, again, this is the one-string connection to No Retreat, No Surrender. <laughs> yes. A giant Russian. And he's like, you know, checking out. He's just finally arrived. So he's checking everything out. He's like, bring out the prisoners. So they bring out this guy they captured recently. Oh, yeah. They had him tied up outside. Okay. And they've been turning him into beef jerky. They've been out there for days just dehydrated in the hot sun. 
And again, this takes me back to Angel Town because the guys are like, this one here was just a hot dog salesman. He's fucking dumb. Don't listen to him talk. He's got this horrible Chicago accent. This guy over here, he knows Tiger Claw. He's fucking real good, sir. And he's like, you're shitting me. This guy knows Tiger Claw? He's a regular karate tiger. No fucking way. Get him down. I want to fight him. Yeah. So, again, this guy has been hung out to dry, literally. He's a foot shorter than Yuri, about 50 pounds lighter, and he's been hanging out, hanging yeah. by his thumbs for like three days. Again, this is the Angel Town climactic <laughs> fight. So, he's like, oh, listen here, Tiger Claw. I'm going to give you a chance to win your freedom. You're going to fight me. And if you win, I'll let you walk away. You could just walk Oh, wait, they're in the mountain. They're, like, <laughs> on a mountain. You can walk away. They're on Death Mountain. They're on Death Mountain. That that bodes well. So, Tiger Claw gets all ready to fight, even though he's, like, got the runs. You can see, like, oh, the shit just, like, leaking down his pant leg. And, uh, oh, I'm doing the shit jokes this week. <laughs> yeah, no, disgusting. So, so, they start fighting, but, dude, this guy is so weak at this point, you know? I mean, he's a tippy-tap fighter. You notice uh, that. Right. Uh, so he's putting in the tippy taps. They're just not registering. He at one point does try to grab him by the balls. Tiger claw. Tiger, tiger claw the balls. But that's when. <laughs> Real. <laughs> if only he knew Eagle Talon, because we know that's the most fucking or Dragon Town was it Dragon Town? Dragon. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't either. <clears throat> Go so, listen to Undefeatable and tell us, please. <laughs> so. Yuri, at this point, he goes full Andre the Giant. He's just like, I'm done with this shit. I watched an Andre the Giant match. Wow. Not good. Well, he's... He can't do anything. Well, yeah, he's a Just big... headbutts people. Like, oh, oh, and does that step on people, too. Yes, that was his move. Yeah. Uh, so Yuri gets him up in the torch rack, and he's just racking him up He there. did kind of look like Lex Luger. I'm he glad did, you put yeah. that up. yeah. And he throws him to the ground, and then he's like, that's not enough. I got to really humiliate, humiliate this kid. So he grabs him by a leg and an arm, and he just starts swinging him around. <laughs> yeah, he was a bad, like, dummy when he let it go. Yeah. You see this crash test dummy go flying. What I did like is when they cut back to the actor uh, landing, is they had, like, a close-up of him just coming into the frame, and then he shoots blood out of his <laughs> mouth. I was like, why did that make blood go? Whatever. It was kind of cool, though. And he's like, wow, you know what? You've been such a good fighter. And he smirks a little bit like, you're terrible. I'm going to let you go. Go ahead. Walk away. And so the guy's like, fuck yeah, man. Starts walking away. Yuri busts out a little revolver, a little prostitute <laughs> revolver. It's just like a sad little guy. He's got that giant wildy right over his dick. Yeah, he isn't worthy of a wildy bullet. Yeah, that's probably. He's like, I, got, I, got, I brought 12 bullets with me. I'm saving all of them. For fucking Scott later Pulls on. Pulls out his Derringer. It's like kind of belt buckle. Yeah, so he shoots the Tiger Claw man in the back. And then he like throws him in an alligator pit. Yeah, that's his, his move. His James Bond thing is an alligator pit. I love that there's a big build up to this whole execution platform later on. And it's, yeah, it was, it's like no. nothing. Oh, you do what you do when you're in the jungle. Yeah. So what's Mac and the pack doing? They're, well, they're the cutting through the pack. jungle. And they stumble upon this Buddhist temple. Yeah. And Scott, he's all, uh, Terry, uh, Mac, <laughs> I can't remember who's who. Mac is like, well, let's go in there. Hey, hold it. You got to put your guns away. 
Yeah, Mac didn't even want to go in there. He's like, right. I don't want to hang out with these freaks. They eat too many vegetables. <laughs> I am a meat and cheese kind of guy. Like, fuck all this vegetable bullshit. And then what you, was it? It was that great line that Terry ripped on him. Oh my god! Say it as deadpan as you can. Mac, you could use some vegetables. It might help you with your constipation. And then she looks in the camera. And then it takes a pause for like a laugh break, which isn't coming. (laughs) And then it cuts to Scott, who's like grinning ear to ear. Giving her thumbs up. That's a good one. But Scott's all into the Buddhist monks. That must have been like his major in school, Buddhism, because he's just like... We can hang out with them, and they'll be real nice to us. All we have to do is go to this altar, and we pray at it. You do this, and then you do that. And Mac is just like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. I'm going to put a cigar out on your neck in a minute here, kid. <laughs> but, hey, two-thirds vote because Terry's like, yeah, I want to. I well, she'll want, she's gonna, she wants to do anything Mac doesn't want to do. Yeah, Because yeah. it's that textual Contrarian, tension. yeah. And he's like, he's like all right, so the monks just happen to have a gunny sack for their, you know, it's nice that they had a sack that they could put all their weapons in. That was Scott. He, Scott brought oh, that sack. I don't fucking know. Come on, man. And, I watched uh, this movie twice. <laughs> Give it some respect. <laughs> no, I will not. Oh. So they put it away, but our boy Max like, I don't trust these baldies. So he hides his Rambo knife in his fucking back of his pants. Yeah. And they go up, and then Max like, look, this is how you do it. He kneels down, starts praying. <sighs> And like the monks look at you, he's doing it wrong. He's doing it all it's wrong. Horrible. And of course, he's got that a bag of foul wind just <laughs> erupting, and everyone's just no. Like, that's oh. Mac. Mac's the bag of foul wind. Well, you said Mac. Oh, you were supposed I? to say Scott. Well, who cares? I thought you were doing a thing. I, I'm all no. I'm all. <laughs> I'm all confused with the names. Now. <laughs> and so the monk goes, "Come here. I got to show you something." And they're like, "Okay." So. Are, are you guys lost or something because you're play, praying all wrong? This guy, what's what's with this guy? Why is this lady wearing a canary sweater in the fucking jungle? Flashdance great canary sweater. Yeah. She had the neck all cut out, yep. so it was hanging out. And so they, he's like, let me show you something. And it's just they, they're walking away into this clearing. A whole a, a fucking, you don't bring a knife to a net fight, Griff. Oh, dude. Or do you? Because they start... They fucking they immediately lynch Terry. They just put a noose around her neck and are hanging her. Yeah. She's and they, like, Matt's done worse to me. Keep trying. <laughs> she's all into asphyxiation. That's her thing. Da- That's yeah. her kink. David Carradine. So she's loving it. And uh, the monks have like a net and like our boys are just flipping over them and shit. Oh, th- this was kind of cool. It was like a jump rope scenario kind of thing. Right. And so you've got like various Buddhist monks coming different directions and they're trying to hit them with these nets. This was this was kind of cool. This is kind of cool. And you see them like landing in spots and then like the dust clears and there's like rope, you know, nets under them again and like people are cinching them off and so they're slowly getting tied up as more and more nets keep flying at them. And finally, they get them like locked up, but of you course, get, they get them tied against a tree, I think. Yeah, they get them locked up in the clearing first. Okay. But Mac and Scott are just too strong. Like, there's 12 dudes restraining them with ropes, and they pull the ropes and make all the Buddhists collapse on them. And then you get that bowling sound effect from American Ninja 2. Why? Because this one. It works with Steve James. Because that's a sequel that's a lot better than this one. It worked with Steve James. It doesn't work here. But yeah, they the the monks recover. They they cinch them up to this tree, and they tie them up real, 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 real tight. 
get some straight up Boy Scout knots going on here. And then what we thought was like our main Buddhist monk who was teaching them about the the rock and the river or whatever. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> yeah. Taught them and Sasha uh, Mitchell. Yeah. Sasha Mitchell t- taught us another <laughs> part two that's better than this movie. <laughs> yeah. He comes over and he was like, "You fools didn't see the forest for the trees." <laughs> that sounds very deep. Yeah. Um, and he reveals that he's actually been working with uh, the commies. Right. Well, fuck. Aren't Buddhists basically commies, man? Pretty much. You can't trust the fucking Pretty Buddhists. Much. And Mac is just like, you dirty motherfucker. And you see like his whole arm moving like he's jerking off or something. And yeah, you hear rope tearing. But all these monks, because they're not really monks, right. otherwise they'd be more in tune with this. Right. They're just oblivious to it, and so Mac finally is like, "I'm about to free myself, and when I freeze myself, I can't stop punching people." And he frees himself, cuts himself out. And they start fighting. They just kick that main monk right in the face. Right. Like, Terry's like, "I'm all right." She's still getting off on the asphyxiation. Yeah. She's like, "You just do what you got to do." Take a minute, guys. Just go ahead, finish him up. I'm good. And so they fuck up the monks, and then we learn that these aren't real monks. That's why that's why Scott actually did know the proper way to pray, and these monks didn't because they're not real monks. Yeah. And they had the real monks tied up in this building with all these, these grenades and weapons and shit. So apparently uh, the commies were using this uh, Buddhist temple as a, a, a front. As a front. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, we'll, we'll find out here in a minute more of what they had going on, but... So our gang gets chased down to the beach, and they, you know, they they get their. I love those those like unison like somersaults they all do like all at the same time like down a hill. They keep doing somersaults. Yeah, but we get they get their gunny sack back, and they've got like you know their M sixteens and grenades and shit. So they're 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 firing back at all the 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 soldiers come out now. The monks. Oh, that's right. The the soldiers show up. Right. And they start shooting at them, and then they get down to the beach, and there's a boat, and because Terry, she can drive anything. Yeah. So like, Terry, get that boat started. Sure thing. They turn around, and she's gone. <laughs> she's like going down. <laughs> there, there was a good joke there. This was the only one I appreciated, because Max like, you're going to trust this bitch to go out in the boat? She's going to take off without us. And she's like, I am going to take off without you guys. And I, I was like, oh. And true to I, her word, th- she does. Yeah. And Scott's like, shit, I thought she was bluffing. And then she starts coming back. Like, upsie, she's coming. But she yeah. was just joshing with us. And then apparently she, <laughs> silly bitch, she gets fucking bushwhacked by some point. I guess there were other guys on the boat she didn't uh, see. That's my guess. That's my guess is that they were just sitting under like, there's just that tiny little like. Canopy. Canopy that they were five to 12 dudes were hiding under. It's a clown car situation. <laughs> And so apparently when she jumped on the boat, they all jumped out, and yeah, they roped her up again, so she was having a good time. <laughs> She's just hogtied <laughs> around her throat. She's just like, uh, my, my happy place. Ugh. And so we, it's, it looks like it looks straight out of the Rambo 4. We get that boat coming up, and they're just fucking firing, unloading on Mac and our boy Scott, and then the the building that they're, we think they're hiding in just blows the fuck up. Yeah, you see the rocket launcher get loaded up and fire over, and... That's the last uh, sight that Terry gets of uh, Mac and Scott, and she's like, "Fuck, they're dead." And I don't know. As soon as they turn that river bend, our heroes just bob their heads up out of the water. They're alive. Mm -hmm. 
So while that's going on, Terry, she gets thrown into another chopper, and she gets taken, I guess, to Death Mountain. Yeah, she does, yeah. So Mac and our buddy Scott, they're like, I guess we're going to have to rough it. We're going to have to do a fucking Lord of the Rings, long-ass fucking five-day journey. Yeah. And And they do, and we watch it all, and it it feels like a five-day journey. You already mentioned the monks? Well, yeah, they f- we they found them. Yeah, they, they found they them. They freed them. There was a bunch of weapons, so they got all kinds of new weapons now. They got all their mountain climbing they got gear. All there. those claymores, all the claymores, and they're ready to go. They got some fucking heavy machine guns. So and they're carrying all this shit like these scrawny fuckers could carry all that. But except eh. when they climb the waterfall in a minute here, they drop everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess they had a burrow on the side. And like, hey, you carry that up. Maybe, maybe. So we go back to uh, our prison cell because Terry's being thrown in it. And, um, oh, you know what? She doesn't go to the prison cell no, first. No, she's brought right straight to Yuri. No, she isn't brought to him. She starts, oh. oh, maybe she was brought to him. All the they're letters, outside. No, they're, they're outside. They're outside. And Yuri, like, comes out. And then she's surrounded by all these guys. Well, she, she was being held captive. Well, obviously being held captive. She had her hands tied. She's being Bind led to, to uh, thank you, but to some... You know, a house or whatever. And th- then she starts fighting back. She beats the shit out of some people with her hands tied. And then a knife comes in, a machete, and frees her hands. And then she gets ready to fight Ty. Okay. And that's. Tie Fighter. When, that's when. Tie Fighter, yes. And that's when uh, she realizes everybody has surrounded her. She was so busy fighting these other two people that she didn't notice. 400 other dudes surround her, They're including... They're all like going, Kumate, Kumate, yeah. and she can't resist a Kumate. Oh, yeah. But she sees Yuri standing up there, and she's like, that's clearly the leader of this fucking right. gang. He's a white guy. Of course he is. So she's like, look, I'm not fighting this twink. What'd you say your name was? Scar? Jafar? Not fighting you. Fighting this tall, dumpy motherfucker right here. And so she just, I like this move by, uh, by Terry. She just starts making a beeline right at Yuri to fight him, and Ty steps in and kicks her in the chest. He's trying to get some brownie points with the boss. Yeah. So th- this is where you get the uh, Ty-Terry fight. Tie fighters. The Ty fighters. And so I think it goes back and forth for a while, and then Terry just gets the edge. I, I, all I remember is she threw him on a staircase, and it exploded. Yeah. Because it was made out of, like, plywood. Yeah, she she gets that one kick in. It throws him. He crashes through a staircase. He's so pissed off by being kicked by a woman that he has a gun in his belt. He's got the same uh, special belt that Bolo wears in Bloodsport, so he just can pull whatever he wants pulls out, out of it. Pulls out the Alka-Seltzer. No, yeah. I'm not going to need that. It's too. She's too far away. I can't use that. So he pulls out a pistol, and he's about to shoot her, but Yuri steps in the way, and he's just like, no, 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 my friend. And he goes over... And you're like, it looks like Yuri and Terry are about to fight, which would have been cool. But instead, what you get is he just gets her in the choke slam and fucking tosses her to the ground. He calls her up off the ground for like a minute or two. It's true. And you can totally see the wire holding her up. But yeah, he holds her up and then he, he goes... Choke slams or through a table that was on fire. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> I like I like that, that he did it off the roof too. That was a good touch. <laughs> Yuri invented backyard wrestling. <laughs> mud show, mud show. There was a mud pit, so it's kind of a mud show. It was a mud show. <laughs> this whole fucking movie is a goddamn mud show. We still got like a half hour to go. So, fucking uh, because Terry is a little spitfire, you know, she spits 
<laughs> literally. She's a literal spitfire. <laughs> she spits in Yuri's face. That pisses him off. So usually this kills a motherfucker, but it doesn't kill Terry because she's too strong. But he does the Dolomite stomp. He does. On her. and The Rudy uh, Ray rub out. Yeah, the Rudy <laughs> Ray rub out. Murray. That was you just swing that, yeah, didn't no. you? Yeah, oh, that was not so bad for a guy that's about to fall asleep. I know. This movie so I boring. literally <laughs> fell asleep watching this movie today. <laughs> Damn you, Australian guy! It's the first time I'll listen to you. So, Mac, Scott, what are they doing? They're making their way up that death mountain. They're climbing up this waterfall. Scott puts on his tiger claw ninja thing. Oh my god! I don't think he ever uses it. I love. And then, you notice it was like dangling too. It was like it was like a like a like a bracelet, a Dude, tiger claw bracelet. That would suck so bad. That would hurt so bad trying to use. <laughs> everything about this scene was awful. They're like throwing grappling hooks. Well, it was impressive that they're real guys climbing up this huge waterfall. It wasn't them, of course. But yeah, like they're just throwing grapplings. They they cook every single time. First try, it's the fonts couldn't do better himself. <laughs> like, oh, it was awful. <laughs> so they get up, they get up the top of the waterfall, and we come back to dad. What's dad <laughs> been, been doing? So long since we had like a reason. The whole thing was the dad's daughter was being held hostage, but we don't know anything else going on with like. Any kind of other force. My, this is my interpretation, because as we said, we don't speak Thai, so we don't know what's going on. My interpretation of this is they're, they're going to hold her eyes. They want to kill the dad. That's the whole point. They want to get the dad. That's the only reason they're kidnapping the girl, uh, Su Lin. So what happens in this scene is dad the guy gets a call. He's fucking, they're not going to deliver Quiznos because of, of the COVID. And so he has to walk to the Quiznos. As he's walking, <laughs> a guy pops up out of the garage, pops up out of like a sewer grate, teenage <laughs> ninja turtles, and he goes, Calbunga, dude, and shoots dad and kills him. And then it pops back down. And then the scene's over. And that's it. And that's it. So now they don't need. So that's why I'm thinking they're keeping Sula in line. And then they, they're going to kill her later because they don't need her anymore. That's my interpretation. So before we head back to Mac and uh, Scott, we have to go back to uh, Yuri and Terry. And they're having a nice discussion. Terry's Nice being, interrogation. Interrogation. And Terry's playing coy. She's just like, I'm part of a tourist group. I was just touring the warehouse uh the Buddhist monk temple, and they were about to make us little uh, Buddha, Buddha monk cookies. But then your people showed up and brought me here. You got to return me because the great tourists, cover, Terry. Uh, I almost believed it myself. It was awful. And so, but you're he's smarter than us. So he's just like, oh, really? Well, maybe you can tell somebody else should believe your bullshit. Get Su Lin. So they bring Su Lin in. And they start threatening Su Lin's life. They're thinking, well, she, obviously Terry doesn't care about her own life. She's she's end up being burned and like choked. She's a crazy broad. Maybe she'll have some humanity for Su Lin. Well, here's the thing: is that at this point, Yuri knows that the dad's dead, and so he's like, "Look, the only thing keeping you alive was your father. Word just came in. Carrier pigeon. Your dad's dead. <laughs> so you're going to be done here, you know." But I'm not just going to kill you any old way. You, right. you, you, you know, I got to Scooby-Doo this shit. So <laughs> I've got this thing. It's the most well, beautiful Well, come on. Thing. If you had a uh, gator pit, you wouldn't be like yeah, looking for any reason to use it. I'm surprised there wasn't being mo- you know, like money bet on it and shit. Who's going to die first? Who's going to scream loudest? Who's going to take the longest? There's got to be so many uh, things to wager here. But he's like, 
I've got this execution platform. It'll be ready tomorrow morning, and that's when you two ladies will be going to meet your maker. So they need a whole day to get this execution platform up. It's that complicated. It's oh my god. It, I mean, we saw it in the background in the other scene. It's already done. And then Terry with the most fucking dry ass deadpan delivery. I'm going to put you in it, Mister Bustard. So, cut back to Mac and Scott. They finally reach the fucking camp. They're right above it. They're looking down on it. Looking down on Death Mountain. They're, they're fucking having a couple fucking Paps Blue Ribbons. Oh, and a beer, a warm beer after a nice long mountain climb. Ooh, it'd be nice and steamy. Not, it's probably like not, 100 degrees in that jungle. It's probably 100 degrees. Like, and <sighs> they abandoned all their weapons, yet they still have their weapons. And just pocketed a couple beers, but, you know, whatever. So, they're like, all right. You ready? Let's set our shit up tonight. So while that's going on, our commies are having a good old time. You got cat. I swear to God, I'm not even making a joke. I think there was a dog on that fucking spit. You think? <laughs> yeah. No. What did I put? You put oh, calves. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it was a dog. The <laughs> grossest thing. I was grossed out by this. Uh, but the grossest thing of all is there is it's just like skin. There is nothing left there. There's not like any meat on. Like usually you see a. a Full pig over a spit like that's that. That's what I thought it was going to be. And like, holy fuck, is it a dog? Yeah, it is again. It's just like the skin stretched out. It was disgusting. Yeah, it was. Well, now we turn into Scott. We're just saying their ways are disgusting. Well, well you this know, was the commies. Yeah. Well, no, the, the, they were. It was. Are the Russians? No, there's just one Russian, Yuri. The rest. No, of them. The, go look at that scene again. Russians don't eat dogs. <laughs> Go watch that scene again. They're singing a Russian song. Well, they're because they're commies. They're all commies. Doesn't mean you're Russian. It, it was it was Russians, man. It was there was know, a small Yuri, Russian division. Yuri wouldn't be involved with that. <laughs> so Terry and Sulin, what are they chatting over? Because I don't remember. Well, Terry is just like uh, who are or uh, you know. Sulan is asking who Terry is and everything, and she's like, well, I'm a tourist. I was just here. I flew in with my buddy Mac and Scott. She's like, Scott? Scott Wild? <laughs> the bass player to Faster Pussycat? No, the other one. You know, the dweeby one who wears a hat, like, just rests <laughs> it on his head? Yeah. Does he, like, does he like dry plain hamburgers? Yeah. This motherfucker, I made him a beautiful authentic dish and he refused it he spit in my face he was gonna put a cigar out on the other side of my neck said i was gonna look like frankenstein when he was done with me <laughs> that's my scott great oh so terry tells scott don't worry mac scott they're out there and they're gonna come get us i think i don't know and you can see that look on uh terry's face like why did i lie to her why did i lie to her can't trust Mac because she knows. Nothing that. can trust Mac to do is put a fucking cigar on your neck. <laughs> she thinks that Mac and Scott are dead, so she's. I gave this poor girl false hope. Right, and so false hope, really, Griff, because our man Scott. First, Mac goes. You think you can take that? First thing I do is take that watchtower guard out. Yeah, he's like, I can do that. Can you hit that guy's head? They're like five thousand yards away. Can you hit that guy's head with this crossbow? And Scott, being Scott, he's like, yeah. Scott's never used a crossbow in his life. I've done it 20 times before. Fucking Mac. Think I'm some kind of bitch. So, but Mac trusts him. He's like, okay, you do that. That'll be your thing. I'm going to set. I'm the beer can MacGyver right now. Yeah. So he just, I don't know why he needed a beer can to set, but he just felt like he had to MacGyver this. So he sets <sighs> up all these heavy machine guns like, all around, like up in the mountains around. Because they're like in a valley where the, the compound is. Yeah. 
and they set it up all these heavy machine guns with beer cans attached to them. I guess it's supposed know. to be the weight. There's uh, supposed to be some weight to uh, pull the trigger, and then how also much does the fucking empty beer can weigh? <laughs> Again, like an ounce. They needed to watch some A Team <laughs> to get a better like little montage of them assembling. I would love to see them out in the jungles welding shit. <laughs> you know? da, da, da. It would have been so... But yeah, he's dangling empty beer cans, and that's somehow supposed to keep an M60 <laughs> fucking, like, you know, turret gun stable. Yes. And while he's doing that, our boy Scott's putting claymores all over the fucking compound. They're, they're setting up trip wires. They're setting up, like, uh, those fucking spring traps on the ground, so when people walk in it, it flings right. them over, like Looney Tunes always did it, and it would right. slam the people. Yeah. Oh, what else did they do? Um, fucking... Pits with spikes in them. Yeah, punji, punji sticks. Uh, I believe that's what it's called. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think they they put they out. They got the like the Ewoks, the big tree trunks that slam and crush people in between them. They're doing everything. They're using <laughs> nature. They they really are. And nature we, is is nature's best killer. Whenever whenever you have a highly uh, scientific enemy, you just use nature. Right, and you always defeat them, especially when they're Russian. Nature always learn that from Rocky Four. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. So next morning, everything's laid out, set up. They're just waiting for this. Apparently, they know when Sulin and uh, Gary can be executed too, because they're just what they're waiting for. Yeah, yeah, they're waiting for daylight. They're waiting to see some action, you know. And they get woken up by screams because Sulin and Terry are be. I was like, wait, did I get that name wrong? Well, we hear Scott, Scott, Scott from both Terry and Sulin. I don't know why Terry was saying Scott, but she was. And this is, <laughs> I love this platform that's not a platform because all it is, this is the great thing that took two days, I think, <laughs> for them to build. It's a pulley system. That's it. So there's no platform at all. It's a, it's a, it's just like there's like a like a swing set type apparatus yeah. around over the, 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 the pit. alligator pit. And they have pulleys, so one side has the girls, the other has a bag of ra- rice that weighs a little bit more than they do. Yeah. So they're kind of like, they're hanging there. And the, the idea is you just shoot the rice bag, and it's slow like a sand, like a, like a what's the, the, the thing, the sand thing? The time. Oh, the hourglass. Hourglass, and they run out, and then you slowly sink. Yeah. It, it was a cool contraption, and they're using it. To yeah, kinda... but it, it would not have taken it. Two days to do that. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, unless unless the, you're Russian, this is like a, a blonde joke. How long would it take a bunch of Russians and uh, you know Viet Cong to assemble a platform death trap? How many Polacks would it take? How many? Oh, there we go. So uh, they uh, they're they're messing with Terry and Sulin. Max and, Max but, enjoying it a little too much. He's like, no, wait, 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 wait. Let him get him up on there. Let the, let a little bit of the rice out. Yeah. He wants the most dramatic rescue because he wants to get Terry back. I think he wants. Wait, oh, Mac. Yeah, Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say what? Well, he also knows that Terry gets off on this kind of thing, right? She's, so he was probably just like, if I just get her hot and horny enough. She's going to fuck me tonight. She's power bottom. <laughs> so so as, as you alluded to earlier, Scott, fucking the Robin Hood of the jungle. He's got they got everything. They got actually target set up for where all their explosions and uh, machine gun. Fuck. Yeah. Fucker with her. He's supposed to hit these targets that will start up the M60s. Right. And he does it. He hits it. I think he misses one time. He first misses time. three times. Okay. Well, that's good. That's 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 still pretty good. Yeah. Well, no, it's good that they actually 
allowed him to like i'm sure he was like no i'm gonna hit it the first time yeah come on scott we need some drama on this scene no confirm this for me because you're the roddy piper fan yeah. i hear roddy refused to lose he did yeah that sucks man he yeah he ruined I, in my opinion he should have been the one that got pinned in wrestlemania one but he was like fuck him no i'm not i'm not that's losing. that kind of sucks that- he did it later in his career but and when he was super hot in that early 80s he refused the job for anybody Okay. It was always like a disqualification. We, me and me and Joe were talking Doctor D the other day, and he's like, "I would have loved if Doctor D had more of a heel career because Doctor D." I'm sure they were setting up. I love everyone's like, "Can you get done with this fucking movie? Goddamn wrestling talk!" Hey, we need we need to be ready for this last. The bit. original plan, I'm sure, was Piper and Doctor D versus Hulk and Mister T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he fucked it all up. Well, he didn't fuck it up. He actually listened to Vince McMahon, and Vince McMahon fucked him up. Yeah. Go listen to the Dark Side of the Ring episode, Doctor D. David Show. No, <laughs> no, it. just listen to it. Don't watch. Oh, okay, it. never mind. Stay in the podcast mentality. <laughs> yes. Put it on. Turn your monitor off. All anyway, right. let's get this. Come on, we're in the. Uh, so, so we got Scott shooting the little target to set off the first M sixty, and they all and it just, just just going back and forth. This is the thing, and Murray, you can tell me how good my joke was here. This M sixty with no man. Are, uh, manning it, no man manning it. Nobody aiming it. Nothing. Unmanned man thing. <laughs> it somehow hits about forty-five different soldiers down, like eighty yards away. Well, fortunately, Mac went to the same engineering school that Jacques Montan went to, oh, yeah. so he know exactly that. Actually, that that theorem that was on the wall for Angeltown that was. How to make a machine gun that was accurately shoot, and that was Max Theorem. Yes, holy shit, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. And so, yes, you're right. It's it's the anti stormtrooper thing. We actually hit everybody. Yeah, it's hitting everybody. And my favorite part about and this, they're running toward it still. Exactly, they're all like, "Hey, everyone's getting shot. Let's run right at it." This is that's this, the last, this is that's, that's the last thing you'd expect someone to do. So good point. Time you need to good do point. it, but so, it didn't work out this time. <laughs> so Mac he infiltrates our boy fucking Scott is just picking people off with his crossbow. Mac goes down there, he's killing motherfuckers left and right. Finally gets to the execution platform that's not a platform. <laughs> Scott does the human zip line where he shoots a guy in a guardrail and like pins the guy to a wall and yeah. zip lines down on the guy. That was brutal. Yeah. Well, Scott, we know Scott doesn't care about anything but himself. Yeah, that was his brutal moment. I love that. And there was uh, there was the one bit Matt got to do where he's running through, he kills a couple guys, and then he realized there's like 12 guys behind him. And so he runs into a hut and shuts the door behind him, and then he just oh, that was the comically worst. takes out a grenade. That was like the longest delay for a grenade. It was like 20 seconds. So conveniently. Again, <laughs> grenades. It literally exploded when the glass guys shut the door. Yeah. Shut the door behind him for some reason. <laughs> I love it. But as I said earlier, grenades work at the will of our heroes. So He's he, 10 seconds. Drops it. <laughs> <laughs> so he he takes out the pin, you know. He drops it by the door. You see, there's like a ditch by the door, which would be an ankle breaker, uh, and it, it nestles in there. He jumps out a window. They don't see him do it, but ne- and then you're right. Twelve dudes pile into this tiny hut and shut the door behind them, like they're gonna have a cartoon fight in there. And, yeah, and then the grenade blows up. It is a fucking huge ass like explosion, the mushroom cloud. <laughs> 
and while that's going on, guys are tripping the tripwires with the claymores, so they're getting blown up, and there's some claymores that were. And then there was the scene where the uh, Scott put claymores underneath another building, yeah. and they stumble into them. They, they, like, for some reason, they go underneath this building because that's where the claymores are. Yeah, and they back into them, hit the tripwire, and blow themselves what, up. What was with that that part of it though? Because it's like. What this movie led us to believe is they just rigged up the mountainside to make people think they're surrounded, <laughs> but instead they also, because they're so fucking good at their jobs that we didn't even know they did it, they were sneaking in the town and shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, he took out that guard earlier, didn't he? He did take out which, the guard. Which I love is nobody ever checks on the guard, ever. Like, he never no. gets replaced because no. you think in the morning his his like guard duty would be off and a guy would replace him. But no. They, they were smart enough to tie up the guy so he, he was weakened at burning it. You know, oh, he was just standing it? up there. Yeah, yeah, they tied him up. Oh, okay. See, details, Murray, they thought of everything in this fucking movie. He shot a crossbow with a fucking clothesline on it and it just <laughs> wrapped the guy up. It's a yeah. fucking Hawkeye like fucking from the Avengers type arrow. Yeah. So we got, you were getting to Mac uh, going for the rescue. Right. And he sees that we already know that Terry can hold her own. Yeah. Mac knows this. And yet, he doesn't go for Sue Lin because he's well, like, I don't know who the fuck yeah, you are. who's he fucking? He's yeah. fucking Terry. Uh, maybe. She, he can see that she's really into it, so I think he's thinking There's she's There's some right. heavy Dom-sub shit going on with oh, Terry and Mac. So, he, yeah, he immediately goes and saves our girl Terry. Well, he knows Terry can actually get off the fucking thing after he releases it. He's like, you know, cook your legs on the fucking swing set. So yeah. And she knows what she's doing. Yeah. So he cuts. He grabs the other end. He hangs down. So yeah, she grabs, goes all the way up. He grabs the. He jumps on the rice bag. Right. To pull it down. She goes up. She uses her legs. Wraps around. He somehow just gets out. <laughs> I don't even know how he got out. He just was out because he was an inch away from the alligators. They were snapping right. at him. I don't Scott. I mean, Mac. <laughs> watch out. <laughs> and then, uh. This, when does Ty, does he rescue Sue Lynn? And then he goes for Sue Lynn, gets Sue Lynn off. Yeah. She's just screaming Scott at the top of her lungs for some because reason. Because Scott uh, had finished off the, fo- the the two remaining watchtowers after he crossbowed and ziplined. Mm-hmm. What's with people kicking their legs while they're ziplining? Like, mm-hmm. why, why, why does that happen? Is that just like an unnatural reaction <laughs> to, you know, well, ziplining? I, so I don't know, I've never done it. I don't know. Like Macaulay Culkin did in Home Alone, too. So I'm just saying it's a thing. Who knew this movie inspired Home Alone, the great <laughs> fucking action movie? So Scott's running down the hill, Anne of Green Gable style. Uh, wait, Did no, you know the original title the for Home Alone was No Retreat, No Surrender 3? Oh, of course it is. <laughs> he does say, "No, re- this is my home, No Retreat, No Surrender 3. <laughs> so you're dead on with that one, man. But he's running down the hill, uh, I meant to say Little House of the Prairie style. He's jumping through the daisies. <laughs> Little Annie, come here. I don't know what her name was. Laura. Laura Ingalls. Laura Ingalls. Uh, and as he's running Laura down, Ingalls Wilder. Yeah, that's right. He gets down to the mud pit where he's standing in front of Terry, and he's hugging Sue Lynn. And he's just like, oh, my God, are you hot and horny, too? Because I've got a chub that will not be sad. I'm going to leave you hanging for that one. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Murray, we've been missing someone. Ty. Ty? No. Who? Yuri. <laughs> oh. Well, what, well, Ty gets killed, right? We, uh, we talk Ty, about that? Ty got fucked up in the explosion. Ty is going to kill Mac, and then he gets killed. <laughs> I, who cares about Ty? He sucked. <laughs> so. <laughs> I never 
for no reason. So just okay. So Yuri, we forgot about Yuri. This is what I was trying to lead you to. Okay, so what happens is Scott, like you said, he's he's in Laura Ingalls wilding it. Yeah, he's running down he's that wild in the streets. Yep. He's running up ready to grab oh, Sulin by her cakes. Mm. And just as that's about at the corner of right, Terry spots Yuri coming out of his uh He was like the, under one of the buildings. I don't know what he was doing. And she's like Scott! <laughs> Scott! <laughs> and then she leaves, she just she's no fucking uh, Scott, all of two or two three days, days yeah. sac- sacrifices us. He takes twenty bullets to the chest. Yeah, pushes him out of the way. She takes all them bullets, collapses. Scott's like, okay. he doesn't even notice. He just like he's running for Sulin. Yeah, Yuri's like, damn, that's a straight ass cold <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. So that's a, this is what leads us to our final match. Uh, Matt catches your or uh, Yuri Terry before she falls, and they they have this loving embrace. And Cynthia acting her little buns off. I forget what they say here. It's it was ridiculous. just horseshit. Yeah, <laughs> you were all. You never could stand still. You never asked me to. <laughs> what would? Well, if I did, would you have? I hear vegetables are good for. Constipation. <laughs> uh, and then she dies. Uh, and then, okay, yes, this is the final fight. This is the reason we're watching this fucking movie, because apparently Lauren Avedon can kick some ass. Uh, so, fucking Yuri rips his fucking shirt off, I think. So All Scott, I know is he is pecked jelly to the gills. He's glistening like a god. He was. Scott shoots him in the hand with the crossbow. <laughs> oh, that's right. So he has to rip the arrow out. He doesn't break it in half and pull like the small. He rips the arrowhead out, and then he just rips off his shirt. This was great <laughs> acting on Yuri's part. Him ripping off this shirt in distress was beautiful. <laughs> rips it off, makes himself a nice little bandage, and he is just Terry ties it like 50 times like she did Scott's earlier. Yeah, exactly. There's Dad's a centipede on Scott's chest. <laughs> so Yuri wants to get it off. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and then you cut back to Yuri. He's glistening with peck gel. He's just fucking shining. The sun's blinding they got that. They got that golden hour sunlight on him. And with yeah. that peck jelly, it's like you, you feel like you're looking at a golden man. You were. And he just starts forearm shivering the fuck out of Scott. He's just literally beating Scott with his forearm. I loved it. Of course, no one knows how to throw a fake punch anymore. <laughs> so he's just doing the fake forearms. And it's it's working here though because we hate Scott. It's and- working until oh Scott. I think I don't know what he grabs like a, like a fucking barrel of a gun or some shit. It's some kind of metal cylinder. He did, yeah, it was. And he blocks it, the forearm. He puts it over his forearm, and then Yuri hits that, and he's like, oh, he's not unlike uh, our our champion Tung Po, who just kicks fucking cinder block, <laughs> you know, structures. He can't handle that that shit. <laughs> So Scott gets a couple of like kicks in. He does he does the old uh, like grab onto something overhead and then do like a drop kick kind of move. And then Scott fucking jumps out a window and runs into uh, what was actually Yuri's office. This is where we saw Terry get interrogated earlier. And yeah. so Yuri slowly just like you know like your classic heel. He's just slowly you know giving the death march. Fucking shrine to disgusting communism. You got the Russian flag hanging up. You got a signed autographed frame poster of Lenin just right over his desk. Oh, you got fucking Nikolai Volkov eight by ten on his desk. You got it all. So 
this is where Yuri walks into his office and he's like, "Come out, come out, little American scum. We're gonna have us a little, little fisticuff conversation." I don't know why. <laughs> and so we, the camera finds. <laughs> Ooh yeah, brother! So the Get camera starts, starts pulling. Face the macho madness. <laughs> Oh. USA, Bahrain, <laughs> Russia, number one, Iran, number one, and he starts singing the Russian national anthem. Okay, I love okay. this though. So the camera starts pulling out. Yuri has only walked like five steps into the door, which works perfectly into Scott's trap. And Scott, well, is a- he went to the same community college that <laughs> that uh, Jock did. So he's, That's he, a good point. He knows the perfect angles and all that. So, like an AEW match, Scott jumps <laughs> off onto Yuri. Uh, 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 Yuri <laughs> just catches him, and he doesn't go down. And so, you're, you know, Scott's fucked because he's five feet shorter than him. He's got like three hundred less pounds than him. So uh, Yuri just starts throwing him around again. He, like, throws him over his desk. It looks like Little Mac versus Super Macho Man. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah that's a great comparison. So I He love... even makes his tits bounce like Super Macho oh, Man. I love that. Yeah, Bolo. He doesn't have the double bass Bolo tits, but he's <laughs> no. got some pretty good pecs yeah. going. Well, he's got pec jelly, so it, it almost looks as good as Bolo. Yeah, it it does help, like, uh, accentuate. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Scott gets trapped behind the desk, and Yuri's just like, I got a plan. Grabs a desk and starts pushing Scott, and Scott gets pinned up against the wall, and he's Yuri is crushing him with that yeah. desk. Scott's got his legs holding the desk back. He's yeah. pinned against the wall, and he can't do anything about it. And he's just writhing on him, man. Oh, 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 and then finally reaches up, and he realizes there's a nice framed poster, a of, poster of, yeah, portrait Vlad- above him. Yeah, Vladimir Lenin. Yeah, so he grabs that. And fucking shatters it over Yuri's head. And that startles Yuri. He's like, oh, my God. Well, that's a fucking autograph. Lenin's dead. That's yeah. worth a lot of money. So he's pissed. Yeah. And then he grabs the gigantic Russian flag off the wall. Yeah, Scott kicks him into the wall where he has that giant flag hanging. Thankfully, earlier in the, in, in the night, Yuri and Terry had a little fucking you know, choke play going on. Because there's also a <laughs> noose laying there. There was a noose laying there. So he wraps the noose. So the, the flag's over Yuri's head. And then he wraps. He looks like Hood of Justice from The Watchmen. He I wraps like, the I noose. I was going to say the same thing. And starts strangling Yuri. And then he grabs the rope, runs out. Well, because uh, Yuri's too strong, so he's fighting back, and he's trying to get his fingers under the noose, you know, to give himself some separation there. And so Scott needs a little help here. He needs that flag drag. He needs to do a little flag drag. So he ties, he jumps out, ties the end of the rope to a Jeep, starts it up, drives about 25 miles an hour. They speed it up a little. It's yep. so cheap looking. The Apparently, this was not an American. This is a Russian-made car because it sputters out after about 20 feet. Well, he does this thing where he swings him. Yes. And so he falls into the alligator pit. He's dangling. He's like six he... inches above the pit. Was he? I thought he was in the pit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm because he was covered in mud. It. Well, he's on the side. It's all mud. And here's the part I do not get at all. So you, you, you mentioned that the car just stalls out. Right. 
Because of course it has to. And Yuri is so fucking strong, and he's trying to climb he's up. He's pulling the truck. He, I don't even think he's trying to climb out. He's trying to kill Scott with him. He's he ready is. to fight in an alligator pit. And meanwhile, the alligators are not so hungry. I figured they'd be super hungry because they got teased with the girls earlier. This is, Maybe they got... That rice fills you up. That rice bro. fills you up, yeah. It bloats. It probably, like, Bert just explodes their bellies. <laughs> so, so they're not interested for the first about minute because yeah. this is a long, drawn-out scene. And... Scott, instead of just letting him drag a car into the pit where he's at the other end of the rope and the car will just land on him, Scott is trying to start the car. Right. And finally, right before, like, as the back tires are going over the side of the cliff, Scott goes, oh, I hope there's gas in here. <laughs> Don't say that. And he checks the gas can. <laughs> he has time to do all this. And then he jumps out. Puts a hose out. in it, like siphons them <laughs> off. Yeah, there's gas in here. <laughs> he jumps out finally. So the car falls into the alligator pit, crushes Yuri. <laughs> Why did you have to try to start the car in the first place? And then to add to it's it. It's like, Scott, work smarter, not harder. Yeah. So All he had to do was leave him for the alligators. But instead. You could have just <laughs> cut the fucking rope. End of problem. That ditch was like 14 feet deep. <laughs> There's no way he would have been to climb out. There's a sharp angle. There's like no way he would have gotten out. And he would have learned that from Angel Town, his but physics Angel class. Angel Town. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end it's, this. So he's <laughs> Yuri. No, then he shoots the car. Yes, and I was going to say, he, he finds an M16. Shoots the car. That's why we had to have that scene where he actually said, I hope there's gas in here. I know, yeah. Oh, my God. So he, uh, it's like, fuck, alligators didn't ask to be killed. They're just doing what they do. Yeah. You know, they're, they're eating what they're allowed to eat. What the fuck, Scott? But we learn in this next scene, Scott cares about fuck all but himself. Yeah. Because we see Mac holding, cradling Terry. Sue Lin runs up to fucking our boy, Matt, uh, Scott. Scott! Scott! <laughs> I love you. And he's like, you're all right, too, kid. Pats her on the head. And he looks up. He's like, so what the fuck's up with Terry? Because he, he, didn't, he didn't even remember that she got shot. He's just that, he doesn't care that much. Yeah. Like, what happened? She asleep? <laughs> she's she's got bullet holes blood. He's like, she's dead, Scott. All right. All right. Yeah, all right. Let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. How are we going to get home? <laughs> Literally ends it that way. He just gives a fuck all about this girl who fucking risked her life for him. She yeah. gave her life. That risked her life. She gave her life for him, and he could fucking couldn't care less. Yeah. Classic. That's a Trump move right that, there. That really is. And wow. so, and that's it. It just fucking fade to black. That was a, that was a challenge. Yeah. Fuck you for recommending this. <laughs> Australian guy. That was a tough Keep listening, movie. but fuck you for doing that to us. Tough movie. Yeah, this is this was like the COVID quarantine of movies. <laughs> it it felt like time slowed down to nothing, and it was painful. But we got through it, and we're going to get through that. We are. We are. Th- that was us wearing our masks out in public <laughs> for our one <laughs> visit to a shopping store a week. You know. Well, I don't know because. Griff, I, the one theme, when this was not a theme we decided. It just kind of happened. It, it happened, yeah. Douchebag Heroes. This is Douchebag Hero Month And now. I'm like, well, I got another one. Because I, I saw this movie when it came out in the theaters. I remember nothing about this movie at all except for one scene. And if you've seen this movie, you're going to know what I'm saying. I'm not going to reveal it until we talk about the movie next week. But this one line that Brandon Lee utters 
Oh, did I say Brandon Lee's going to be in it? Yes, Brandon Lee's going to be in it. I think it was our first time we've ever talked about a yeah. Brandon Lee movie. But he's not the star. This is early Brandon Lee before The Crow. The star is a guy who I don't think we've talked about since fucking like week six or seven with the Masters of the Universe movie. Oh. Dolph Lundgren. Yes, people. We're doing. I always want to say Big Trouble in Little Tokyo because it's called <laughs> uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo. Okay. I think that's the title. So we're doing that next week. Yes. And I just all I remember is Dolph was a douche in this movie. And it fits the, the theme of our movie. And don't worry, guys. Like the quarantine, we're going to get through these douchey heroes because, oh, my God, Griff, June and July are just going to be amazing months for us as far as movies goes. You guys are going to be blown the fuck away. So this is your medicine right now. We're making you deal with these movies with us. <laughs> because I noticed, did you notice, Griff, like we just, like we said we were going to do last week, we killed all that momentum we built with Bloodsport with fucking Angel Town. Yep. Because Angel Down fucking tanked for us. At least people know that Olivia Gruner is awful. <laughs> yes, if we've done every anything, we've told you to not ever watch an Olivia yeah. Gruner movie. Although uh, there is one I really want to watch after a nice sabbatical from <laughs> Olivia Gruner because he does do a movie with Billy Drago. And yes, he's got to. beautiful Billy Drago hair, hand acting his <laughs> ass off, and I'm pretty sure he has a gimp leg in it. Is that the proper yeah. word for that? Sure. Uh, and he acts the fuck out. He's selling it better than I've ever seen somebody uh, sell. Uh, 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 Almost like as good life. as Frank in the wheelchair. Almost as good. I want to point this. Let's extend this even longer. I just want to give a shout out to one of our listeners who's, who's smart enough to know how great we are. That <laughs> he pointed out, and I actually appreciate this. Cause I did not know this. That oh, our man. boy Frank, actually, the guy who played Frank, the wheelchair-bound Vietnam vet in Angel Town, Actually, was murdered by RoboCop in the first <laughs> RoboCop, and that's probably what really happened to Frank. He got shot and crippled by RoboCop, and he's been milking this fake, much like another famous Frank, Frank Dukes, this fake military career he's been milking yep. ever since. I love so it. So that's the backstory I have for Frank in Angel Town. Now. I love it, and I really appreciate that tidbit. Oh, I love any kind of participation we get, right. especially since we have, of course, the worst fact-checking team. <laughs> Yes. So whenever anybody else can help us out, we love it. This is our fact checking. I think this is true, and then we just say some bullshit. Uh, yeah, know. we yeah yeah. So we basically we're waiting to hear from the Trump administration to give us a position, high up position, exactly. because that's how we roll. They say I've heard people are talking. People are talking. That's what they say. So. All right, we're, we're going to put this episode out of its misery. Please End do. it right here. Next week, showdown in Little Tokyo, Dolph Lundgren, and keep it warm. <laughs>